0: Yeah, I would say that if uh, someone does just so happen to be that mentor for people, like don't take it for granted because Brian, I mean, he literally just taught me, he spoke a few words and it just sparked something and just made me do all this research and understand the game more. And then he kept beating me, but he kept, you know, breaking me down, building that back up type thing.
1: Everybody welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is James Chen and once again on yet another glorious week I am joined here by Ultra David and Tubaware. How you guys doing?
2: I'm doing so great, James. Thanks a lot for asking. What about you, Tubaware? Okay. i with fire, baby.
1: You definitely, that was one of the first times that you really sounded like Say Jam and Say Jam sounded like you. Like, I know people say hey, it and yeah. I don't hear it, but that time when you were just talking, David, there was definitely when a I very have, Say Jam. I
2: purposely did a nasally voice, correct, correct. Okay, Although it wasn't intentionally Say Jam, but that actually makes sense that you would say that. All right, here's <laughs> what we're going to talk about on the side. We're going to be talking about top tiers. Are they too good? Maybe. We'll talk about Texas Showdown and give a little yeah. recap on our thoughts and stuff. We'll have an interview with Just a Kid. We will have a couple of 5-5 matchups up there because uh, it's not a whole lot of actual news to get to this week. <laughs> and then we'll get to the mailbag. But let's begin by talking about this first topic right up here at the top. Top tier domination. Are top tier characters too good? And are they hurting their games?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's It's interesting because this is a conversation that I've had with people just like offline and stuff and it's interesting because uh it seems to be kind of hitting a lot of different games right now. Obviously Lab coat is a big discussion. Luke, a lot of people are talking everybody Daigo, Tokito, everybody's playing Luke right now. I know Happy Chaos is driving a lot of people crazy and Guilty Gear Strive. And uh According even the Flash Metroid thirty people told him. Thirty different people
3: at texas on walked up the flash metroid on their own and said i've stopped playing guilty gears drive because of happy chaos and then they walked <laughs> off this is what his tweet said is 30 people i don't know
1: 30 people okay 30 and, people and even in uh kof 15 right now uh, a lot of people complaining about vanessa ralph gato are like the three main uh issues uh I have a lot of thoughts on this but I, I let's I want to hear what you guys have to say about this first David Tubo what do you guys what do you feel like top tier is kind of like ruining these games right now you know 30 people quitting Guilty Gear Strive because of lab 30.
3: 30 no, because of Cappy Chaos, Labcoat's in Dragon Ball. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Right? Yeah. 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 My bad. I mean, look, just Goku is up. in Goku is in Guilty Gear Strive already. So you know, I mean, among <laughs> other characters, yeah.
3: So first and foremost, I need everybody to back off of Vanessa and Labcoat. Okay, you. If mommy wants to step on you, you let mommy step on you. All right. That's just how that is. The rest of the characters, yeah, sure, maybe they're
1: overpowered. Who knows? But oh, because they're not mommies, right? I mean, exactly. Happy Chaos, I mean, they, they can go. I mean, Happy Chaos is kind of a daddy, right? I mean, you know, I mean, saying
3: that's that's actually true too. <laughs> uh, but no, in, in all seriousness, uh, it seems like out of all the, the the characters that have been complained about lately, and, and you know, oh, they're too good, they're too good, they're ruining the game, et cetera, et cetera. I think the only one that actually has maybe some merit to the argument is lab mm-hmm. Um Happy Chaos, I, regardless of whatever, how many ever people told Flash Metroid that they quit <laughs> Guilty Gear, because that's what people do at tournaments. They just walk up to you and say, I quit this game because of this, which is yeah. weird. But, it's weird. Uh, cause, like, uh, how many Evo, ever people told them? It, I it, doesn't, still remember, it doesn't really matter.
1: Oh, I still remember at Evo 2017, I had exactly 62 people come up to me. And tell me that they quit. Um, Samurai Showdown, which wasn't even out at the time because of Genjiro, yeah, yeah. right? That makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah,
3: preemptively, he's definitely going to be top tier, and he was. So they <laughs> made the right call. Uh, regardless of, of, of what Flash says in that regard, there's almost a thousand people signed up to play Guilty Gear Strive at like Combo Breaker. Happy Chaos is very really clearly not hurting that competitive scene. Now you might say, "Oh, but there's like definitely these five characters that are so good and everybody plays them." Yeah, and so get good. I mean, I, I it's I, I don't I don't think it really hurts Tree Fighter Five with Luke. I don't think Happy Chaos is that big of a deal right now, at least. But Lab Code, man, those Dragon Ball players are very, very upset. Like this is probably Whoa. the closest contention for banning a character. I've seen in the FGC since I've joined. Mm -hmm. Uh, Besides maybe like Leroy and Tekken for a little bit, but that didn't last very long. LabCode's Mm -hmm. been around for some months now, and and there's been no communication. So Dragon Ball players are getting pretty antsy.
1: Hmm. What do you think, Kevin?
2: Look, I I don't really think that top tiers are hurting games, not in any way that is unusual, maybe is how I should phrase this. In, In no way is this new... Um, and especially, I think that's true for the games that I'm actively paying attention to. I mean, I'm, you know, sort of tangentially looking at Dragon Ball every now and then, but it's not something that I'm closely following. And I agree with Tubbleware that it seems like Lab Code is probably closer towards being ban-worthy than like typically happens in these conversations. But for everybody else, for Happy Chaos, there were no Happy Chaoses in Texas Showdown Top Eight just over this past weekend for Vanessa in King of Fighters 15. There were no Vanessas in Top (laughs) 8 at at Texas Showdown. That's pet. There was a Shune in, like, Winner's Finals? Something like that. (laughs) Uh, Just out of this world. And then there were no Lukes in Top 8 of Street Fighter V at Texas Showdown this past weekend. So these games are not in such a gnarly state that you need to be playing one of those characters. And it... You know, when you need to play a character is when you can maybe begin having the conversation of banning them. Even then, it's like, I don't know if you need to ban them. But, like, that's when the conversation probably starts. It's just manifestly not true for all the other games. Um, And in talking with people about Street Fighter V, I talked with a lot of the players this this weekend. And I asked, um, in particular, like, which character do you think is, like, the worst for your matchup? I was just going around, like, asking top players this before I was going to do commentary. So I'd have stuff to say. And what the the one that jumped out the most was Jury, not Luke. What? It was actually, Jury. Yep.
3: Whoa. Yep. And
2: it was Jury. Man,
3: that's, that's foreshadowing because I was going to ask Just a Kid, yeah. how's it feel to get carried by Jury? But yeah, yeah, we can yeah, we can was, talk about that later. Now
2: it was absolutely <laughs> Jury that was mentioned. Now, oh, by the, the way, hand, I
1: just noticed that Just a Kid said he can't make the show because he's mad. Oh. Not getting <laughs> sh- right, no, he,
2: We'll talk about it, but he was definitely one of the people up playing jury as well. And then in, uh, you know, I talked with somebody else about Luke. Like, why isn't it that people are playing Luke in America? Because there's, like, only a couple? It's basically just, like, Chris CCH and Samurai, maybe? Like, very Uh few top-level players are playing him. Why is that? And the answer that people mentioned was, a few of them, you don't need to. So keep playing the characters you like. He's really good, but you don't need to. And then another one was, like, you know, there's not, like, a it's not going to be like a offline cpts maybe or if there are like we don't know about it yet but like you know it, it's it's not going to be some traditional year as of a few years ago where like playing a highest tier character is like necessary to win a down payment on a house like that is just you know maybe it happens so but we don't what we're saying is we the hunger
3: and drive of street fighter 5 players is gone you heard it hear guys, Street Fighter 5 players called out by Ultra David tonight on the Tuesday show, Street Fighter 5 players just at him. Go at him on Twitter right now. Let him know Dude. how you feel.
2: That is a, almost word for word what this top player told me. Was that he didn't feel like American players had the job. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing too like is they're, guys they're enjoying themselves like they're enjoying playing the game but they're like, yeah, you know, I probably don't need to like use the absolute best character in the game dude it's
3: so crazy because like the sequel is coming
2: god
1: you know that the funny thing is you you make that joke tubo but man i made one critique of street fighter 5 online and then everybody came after me dude on both
2: sides too (laughs) Uh, but and look so so are they are they hurting their games I don't. If anything, I think just the perception that they're characters that you need to be playing, or that they're too good, or even just the perception that they're hurting their game. Yeah, I was going to say. I think it's the perception that it's hurting the game is
3: hurting the game. It's like
2: a, yeah, it's a self fulfilling probably prophecy.
3: not actually that much. Yeah,
2: I, I think I think that's the same for MK11. People have been mad about Jackie for like two and a half years now, three <laughs> years. I think that's actually the game has been on three years, uh, and uh, and about Setrion for most of that as well. And yet, like, there's still who knows how many tens of thousands of people playing that game online right. like all the time. So right. I, I just I just really don't see much evidence of this. Again, LabCut maybe is the only one that's closest to being a different story. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. But for the others, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, I just think it's just an indication of the times, really. I mean, it is kind of what's perpetuating the 6-4 as a terrible matchup kind of mentality. I think that... Uh, God, I mean, like you said, outside of Lab Coat, the other three characters, they're not even remotely broken. Like, they're not even remotely at the point where I feel like that they're, you know, so hard to deal with. Like, I mean, if CVS1 Nako came out today, like, the internet would have exploded already at this point in time. Because you want to talk about busted characters, that's what you talk about. However... In this day and age where, you know, as you were kind of mentioning, you can win a down payment on a house or you can, you know, content creators, people trying to gain clout and, you know, we're winning actually feels like there's a little bit more to it than it was in the past. Because long time ago, you know, you had characters like Cable, basically Cable nullified half the cast in MVC2. We had no patches, so we couldn't expect any patches, so complaining about it really wasn't, like... You just know it wasn't going to go anywhere, you know. You just you knew you had to deal with it, right? And then secondly, low-tier heroes existed. It became a point of pride for people to win with low tiers because it was just kind of a way to show people up and such, you know. We're just at a time right now where I feel like winning is more important to people for even, like, not even real finances, but for clout and stuff like that. So... It's interesting because I think that's really kind of exacerbated the problem. You know, Happy Chaos is obviously very, very strong. Does he deserve nerfs? Absolutely. Does Vanessa deserve nerfs? Absolutely. You know, um, these characters do need to get nerfed. But again, in the grand scheme of things, compared to old games, they're not even remotely as powerful as top tiers used to be. You know, an MVC2, Magneto, you know, Storm... Sentinel and cable, like, are way stronger than anything that we are experiencing today. But to me, it's just a change in the way that people talk about it. And also, social media doesn't help a lot either because now, you know, everybody, when, you, when someone complains, everybody either piggybacks off of it and, you know, so it, it kind of exacerbates the problem and it's better now to have videos where you look like this on the cover. And it says, is Luke breaking the game, you know? And, you know, people will see the title and Let be like, tell. yes, Luke is yeah. breaking the game. And they won't watch the video and the guy's actually like, he's not really breaking the game. But, you know, that's what the title says. So, uh, honestly, it's, it's, to me, it's fascinating to see how people are reacting to this thing. Look, I hate Vanessa, like, a lot, right? And, yeah, I'm still beating her most of the time when I'm playing online It's just that obviously, you know, she's got a lot of things that are better than other characters. Same thing with Luke and Happy Chaos. I'm going to
3: need you to back off of Vanessa, all right? (laughs) Vanessa is fine the way she is. Yeah, she doesn't
2: doesn't have that many things that are better than other characters. She has like two or three things, but they're just like really super good. Right.
1: Are you a Vanessa player, Tubo?
3: Maybe. (laughs) That's just the point. I'm defending her because that's mommy, and we don't argue with mommy.
1: Okay, that's fair.
3: But yeah, I, I, for like the week I was playing KOF 15, yeah, of course I played Vanessa. <laughs> of course. Oh,
1: Come yeah, on, and that was the other point, too, is that with the proliferation of social media, so for example, when you and I and all of us were playing on the Dreamcast days and stuff like that, you go and you'd be like, oh, Haomaru looks sick in CVS2, Standing Fierce does 50% damage, and so you'd play them. But now with social media and everybody watching, we get to see the strong characters, and so people will gravitate to them a lot easier. So even the casual players are all shift, you know, will just gravitate to these strong characters because they want to win. And so it's it's just like I said, they're not even remotely broken. It's just that this day and age makes it so that it feels worse than it actually is. So that's kind of how I stand on
2: it. I think that it's not very important how it, how their strength relates or compares to strength of characters in the past.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, just doesn't doesn't matter anymore. Um, I mean, I I don't know why people who are playing games today should like have to think to themselves, oh well, this is pretty annoying. But like, boy, 20 years ago, it would have been oh. even. <laughs> no, it's no, no. <laughs> Again,
1: that's not that's not the reason why I bring it up. The reason why I bring it up is that. Back then, when characters were annoying like that, we learned to deal with them to the point where we could fight them, right? And it's just, in this day and age, people complain more because of all these factors that I'm talking about, and it feels like these characters are way stronger than they actually are. I'm not telling people to think, oh, you guys had it easy. Look what we had to deal with. No, it's just more that, you know, back then we had no expectation of patches and, you know, we just didn't... That's true. You know, we just, we just learned to deal with these things because that's the way it worked. And we had motivation to not play the top tier because we just wanted to have fun or style on people with shitty characters. You know what I mean? So the, the point of the comparison is just that these days, uh, even the slightest advantage characters are that much more microscoped uh, with the de- age of social media and content and large prize money. You know, when you are Tokido and you are Daigo and you're like, you know what? I need to give myself the best chance to win, so I'm going to play Luke. You know, and then the the whole internet, expl- oh my god, Daigo's playing Luke! You know, and then it just explodes at that point in time. So. I, I, think,
3: I think one of the biggest factors in the reason we see Dragon Ball players flipping out over Labco and we don't see Street Fighter players or as much guilty gear players, you know, or kof players too, any modern game really. Uh they're 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 not as upset because they're being communicated with by the devs. Guilty gear players, mm. we know that there's going to yeah. be a patch. We know that there's going to be a patch. Yeah. Street Fighter 6 is coming. Who gives a shit if Luke is top tier for the next 8 months? I'm playing Street Fighter 6, dog. <laughs> like like that's that's the mentality, but Dragon Ball Fighters, these players are like, shit, this might be what we have to deal with forever. We might have a Phoenix mm. on our hands. We might have a Zero on our hands. We don't want to deal with that shit. We don't want to see the same you know, team composition like Marvel players have to deal with, which really, Marvel 3, it's not that bad, Doesn't but happen. regardless... Yeah. Yeah, there was regardless, an Iron
2: Fist in Top 8 at Texas Showdown. There was uh, a Nemesis in Top 8 now. at Texas Showdown.
3: In peak <laughs> Marvel, you would have never seen that. Peak Marvel 3. But yeah, regardless... Regardless, uh, I, I, I think it's the fear. I think it's a fear that this is it. We have this version of the game, mm. this version of Labcoat, and it's GG. We have to wait till Dragon Ball Fighters 2, which isn't even announced yet or hinted at. Mm-hmm. So I, I think mm-hmm. it's part of the fear of them wanting to hear something from Bamco, even if it's just, hey, we're done with the game, so have fun. Like, they, 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 need, they need something. They need to know what they're dealing with. I, I think that's where all the complaining actually comes yeah. from.
2: I do think that's true. And I think that uh, maybe an analogy here is in MK, where before the devs finally said, like, look, we're not going to be doing any more patching to this. Like, this is it. There was, in my experience at least, and I don't know if everybody's experience mirrors this, but from what I I saw online, there was more complaining about Jackie, etc. before that announcement than after that announcement. (laughs) After that announcement... It may be that people who just didn't want to deal with her anymore were like, "Well, time to go back to MKX later. or time yeah. to play whatever else," and or or maybe not. Or maybe the whole thing was just not actually a big deal, and people like <laughs> to complain. Like, who knows?
3: Imagine thinking Jackie and MK11 is too much, but then going back to MKX.
2: That's crazy. I just, totally agree with you. No, general, I totally I agree with you blockers, too. Man. Absolutely, <laughs> cannot agree more. But uh, whatever, <laughs> some people probably take that position. Um, so I mean, yeah, I, I do. I do agree that this kind of. Question of the finality of it is probably part of the concern yeah. for for Dragon Ball players. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, because it, it weirdly enough, it's kind of a tactic now, right? I mean, there was—I remember hearing a story about there was one player in Injustice. I think it was one where in the first patch, all they did was complain about how Bane sucked all the time. Mm. Right. And, you know, it basically, even though Bane was good, they complained about him all the time in you know, hopes to get him buffed. And it worked. Right. I mean, Bane got buffed in patches,
2: you know, Sure did <laughs> got buffed all the way up to top 10. <laughs> not even to like top five or anything. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, look, like I, I don't think that uh, I don't I am not convinced that today is that much different with respect to to discussions like this than it was 15, 20 years ago. I can certainly recall any number of threads and discussions on SRK and many hours of yelling about various characters on Pound Capcom, etc. We were all doing that all the time. And it definitely still happens all the time. And I agree with you that there's like maybe some financial reasons that that's the case because things like clickbaity thumbnails and titles probably, probably add to that. But... Um, yeah. I for the most part don't really see much reason to think that there's like a significant difference in in whether people are more or less mad at top tiers nowadays than, you know, back in the day.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, it's I think it's just really the exacerbation of social media right i mean this is social media makes it so that anybody with any sort of influence says something and then you just get the big giant arguments to death right i mean it's the whole argument of mine that you know i love street fighter five mk eleven looks fun i want to try that out you're watching a stream, and then someone comes into the chat. Street Fighter Five is garbage. You should all be playing MK11. And then that same guy who was interested in MK11 is like, "What are you talking about? Five is fine." And then, well, MK11 looks stupid in the animations, and now all of a sudden they hate MK11 when there was no drive for that in the first place. And so, that like,
2: definitely sucks, but also definitely also happened on SRK back in the day. Yeah, but not to this extent. That's the were, that's the point, right? Maybe, it, but then we're also like a 10th of the people in in Right, the, right, right. Those.
1: It's it's a numbers game exactly, but because social I mean, how many ca- like casual people are following me on social media, right? Fair, they weren't fair. reading my SRK posts. Yeah, that is like, that's true. Literally like Justin Wong has it's over 100,000 followers. I read all your SRK posts. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: The mm. casual, casual player Tupperware on the Yeah, program. exactly. The Ca-
1: but I mean, like, all Justin has to do is post, you know, one thumbnail or a tier list and put at Luke in S+, and then everyone's going to be like, well, Justin said Luke is S+, and da 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 You w- know. The top tier a on sucks. Yeah, mm. I mean, mm. David... We know the
3: old Justin Wong stories.
1: Yeah. I mean, David is right, you know, on, on one thing that we did complain a lot a long time ago, but like I said... Because we knew there was no patch, you learn to deal with it, right? So it is like Jackie, right? So people have learned to fight Jackie. People learn to fight against, you know, Sentinels and, and, and Magnetos with their crazy Tron juggernaut team, you know? That's it's true. just.
2: But also, like, a lot of people just stop playing against Third Strike Chun Li and stop playing against <laughs> the top tier in Marvel, too. So. Yeah. I but know, I mean, man.
1: look at. But, I mean, look at what people say about games like Third Strike and Super Turbo. It's wild to me that like some of the biggest fans of those games talk about how balanced they are.
2: That is very silly. Yeah, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, they're like the two, some of the two least balanced fighting games ever, but once you've played it enough and get used to it, they're like, oh, the, anybody can win in Super Turbo if you're good, and I'm just like, that's not true at all, you know? <laughs> so, you know, that that's just what it is, you know? Before the age of patches and internet, you know, people who liked the game, a lot of them would just learn to just kind of deal with it so it's if just like
2: that you would learn to deal with it that's true
1: right so and today it's easier to complain because you do hope for patches and so for like the dragon ball situation maybe it is different because yeah you're two right they, they they have no silver lining they have no light at the end of the tunnel on this one
2: it's over hold that that's your game we'll see <laughs> anyway there was a big tier list put out by some of the best Southeast Asian Street Fighter 5 players, and Luke is not even top one. And Luke is not even top two. I so, saw that. While well, they're yeah. lying to themselves. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Moving
1: uh, on. Texas Showdown was this weekend. Uh, yeah, David. Oh, only one of us was there. <laughs> That's
2: true. But, uh, I'll like no, minutes to tell you about your whole weekend. No, okay, I want to sure. know.
1: Yeah, I want to know how the event felt to you and everything, so...
2: There I was. Cool. I landed in Houston, and I was like, man, you know, I'm really trying to take public transportation these days. I want to try to take a bus to my hotel room, and uh, it didn't—is this, is this the kind of stuff you're asking about? This, are these, yeah, are tell, you... us,
3: tell us all about your—I want to know your Texas Showdown experience.
2: Anyway, I ended up taking a taxi because I missed the last bus <laughs> to, uh, to where the hotel was. So. Oh, no! Was it I did, easy did... to
3: get there via bus, though? Or is that— uh, I would have taken awesome. like an
2: hour and a half as opposed to driving, which was like 45 minutes. But okay. I don't know. That's not that okay. bad. And I did. I did do it on the way back. So it's cool. Uh, anyway, it was awesome, man. It was just so cool to be able to see people and hang out in just the same way that at Frosty's like the, the number one thing, the thing that we all kept talking about and took away from it was like, oh, I haven't seen you in three years. How have you been <laughs> doing in the last three years? And just chatting with people about it. Like there were definitely people who I was hanging out with. Where it felt like I hadn't seen them in that long. Because, you know, we're buddies, right? Like, we're hanging out. This doesn't feel like it's unusual at all. And I'm like, oh, hey, how's the thing you were doing? Or, hey, you're living here still, right? And they're like, I haven't lived there for, like, four years. (laughs) Or I haven't haven't worked there for, like, three and a half years. Right. I'm just like, wow, pretty bizarre.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's Uh, like a time time warp, isn't it? Basically, kind of in a weird way.
2: But, yeah, look, just the 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 space, the venue of it, the occasion to be able to hang out with so many people is the, is the biggest thing. Like, that was great. Uh, Super awesome. So cool. And, it, you know, it's, I've been there in the past several times to that same spot. And what's cool is that over the last few years, that area has really been built up. When we first started going there, there was really just that hotel there and then like not a lot else. There was like a mall, not a lot else. Right. And now there's a ton of restaurants and a ton of bars oh, and a ton, nice. of, ton of tall buildings. And, and
3: People boasting a lot of good food
2: stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was a ton of good stuff around. So that was really great. It's turned into a super nice area, super nice space to have a fighting game tournament. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, uh, did it feel like the crowds and everything were, like, just, like, super happy to have that kind of... I mean, obviously, Frosty was like this, too, but, I mean, like, was there just a lot of, like, just excitement to be able to cheer and
2: just, you know, smaller sure, and sure. uh, You know, I would not say that it felt like there was more cheering than at a regular FGC major. It just felt like mm-hmm. a regular FGC major, where the first, the first little while we're there, or the first time you see somebody, having not seen them before, those were the moments of, like, wow, like, it's been a long time. But then when it comes to you're in the audience and there's a top eight going and something cool happens. You all just cheer in the same way that like we always have. And it Mm -hmm. felt, it felt very homey. It felt very like natural. And yeah, that was super awesome. So that was sick. Uh, I got a bunch of games in, in casuals. I played a bunch of ST and third strike, which I hadn't played either of those since the last offline major before COVID. So wow. (laughs) Um, That was really awesome. And then I also played a bunch of KOF 15 casuals and a bunch of Street Fighter V casuals, which is cool. I I really enjoyed it. Um, I did not enter in part because the previous week, well, maybe a little earlier than that, when I was like, oh, you know, Showdown's coming up soon, I should probably try like SF5 (laughs) and like see if I'm okay at this game. And I was just not at all okay at this game. Uh, It was just, boy, not good. And then I did a bunch of training.
1: So much buffer now. So
2: much stronger, yeah. And then I, I did a bunch of training. Each day I played over that like next week and a half, and then I called up some of my friends who I know are strong at the game, and I was like, "Hey, can we get games for a while just to like, get me back into the swing of things?" And they were all cool with that. That was nice. And then when I got to showdown, the first couple matches I played for casuals, I definitely got blown up, but then by the end of it, like I, I beat some really good players, like some players who had really <laughs> big tournament success, like not name them, call them out frequently, Money not frequently. Them. recently, I should say. Uh, I won't do that, but uh, yeah, that was that was very nice. Like that was a super good feeling. So I am gonna enter Combo Breaker and see how I do there. And you know, in, and even 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 in KOF, I would beat players who were one match away from making it out of their pool. Like in KOF, you know. So I felt really good about that, and I was really happy about playing matches. And again, just like meeting people and then hanging out with them the next day and awesome. Like it was just a really really good experience yeah. in many ways.
1: I mean, I, I heard, though, a lot of people definitely got a lot of flight delays to get home,
2: right? So so there was a storm.
1: Oh, okay. It was a storm. Got it. Got it's, it. It's
2: okay. like springtime in the south near the Gulf Coast. So storms can occur. Right. And yeah, actually, my flight was the last one out before they shut down the airport, which is pretty oh. wild. The flight attendant told us that mid-flight that we were the last ones to get going. <laughs> and when we got up into the air it was extremely choppy I will tell you it oh, was no. really really choppy uh, but then apparently right after that the winds got up to 60 miles per hour so they were just you know, they Jesus. shut people down so okay. Okay. bummer yeah I mean that part sucks not not, not but, too much obviously that Showdown can do about that Right. I the mean again Showdown stuff was great
1: again uh, I wasn't there wasn't because I was worried about COVID I tried to travel I just turned in my application too late for commentary so I wasn't able to do that but um, how was the, like, you know, the, the COVID precautions and stuff at the event?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely fewer people were masking than at, uh, Frosty's. Definitely fewer. Mm-hmm. There were, you, you had to have a uh, proof of vaccination or negative COVID test, So they did require that, but definitely fewer people were masking and it was still over 50%. I don't know if it was 60%, maybe, but maybe, or maybe. In fact, maybe it was more like first day was like 80% and the last day was like 60%. (laughs) It definitely felt like it went down a little bit. Right. uh Um, But still, most people were, and I don't know. I mean, uh, most of the people there were vaccinated slash everybody had to at least be tested for COVID negative. Um, Now, we have since found out that one guy went there having known he was sick the previous day and then going there the next day. Because he thought it wasn't COVID, but then it was COVID. So very <sighs> work, everybody. But um, in general, other than that, it, it was it was definitely good. I I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, as far as the matches, I don't want to go through all the results necessarily, but I think the thing that stood out to me was that there was just a ton of character diversity, it, and that was super yeah. cool. Again, we talked about a little bit of it in the la- in the last segment, but in Strive, it was won by Eno. He and the Eno player won it. Not that anybody thinks she's terrible, obviously, but like. You know, it's not Happy Chaos. And uh the top-placing Happy Chaos was ninth. And other than that, there were, like, a bunch of wild characters up there. There were three Kai's in top eight, which is, uh again, nobody's terrible. How many Lost but, like, Souls
3: were in that bracket? How many what? How many Lost Souls were in that bracket? <laughs> None. <laughs> Zero. I,
2: I don't think there were any, yeah.
3: Yeah. If there was a Lost Soul in that bracket, top three Happy Chaos, easy.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the thing is, there's, like, three players who are extremely good at happy chaos in the states right now who are like considered i think the strongest happy chaos is uh two of them i haven't heard much about traveling lost soul is probably the the one that i know the most um but he's a hard character to play He he is right i mean that's just the thing is mm-hmm. like if you're if you think you can just pick up and play happy chaos and then just start winning it's not as easy as it as it uh, uh, sounds, let's just put it that way. So You're, You're lucky only... this game is getting patched. I pick up Happy
2: Chaos and go win a major tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> easy. The, you would win a major tomorrow when there's tomorrow, no major. Yeah. Your best I chance would, I, that's tomorrow, yeah. That's how good I would be. <laughs> when there's not one. <laughs> yeah, there was only one Happy Chaos in the top 32. You know which characters had the most? Could you guess what the top two are?
3: In Ty the top
1: 32?
2: And...
3: Yeah. I'm just guessing it's Kai and mm, in Texas. Let's think about Potemkin.
2: No. Soul? Yeah. Well, only one. Sol? Nope. Only two. It was Milia. There were five Millias in the oh. top. Yeah, <laughs> they a lot
3: of Milias there.
2: And then three of chips and three Geos. And then other than that it was uh, all ones and twos. And then in top 16 KOF could you guess the top two most frequent characters?
3: No. No
2: idea. It was Joe and Robert. Those two. Again, Yo, everybody Joe thinks is they're mad good. good. Yeah, everybody, everybody <laughs> Joe thinks they're Joe good. But they're also good. not Vanessa or Ralph who more frequently. Or Gato. Right. Yeah. yeah, Gato. Although there were three Gatos, who's obviously super. Oh, okay. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. No Gatos. Uh, yeah, there was really.
2: this, Like there were there were a ton of characters that had at least one usage in KO of fifteen. And then in top sixteen for Street Fighter V, the characters who had the most representation. Were only two each, and it was Ken, Jury, and Fang in top sixteen who had the most representatives. Top tier. <laughs> Other joke? than that, there were only characters Does who got Ken one count?
3: rep. You're talking about Punk, right? Punk played like a different character the entire tournament, but Does he Ken really count.
2: He basically qualified for top sixteen with Ken, and then right. was like, "Oh, I'll do yeah. whatever else."
1: Mm-hmm. And he ended up winning too, right? He actually won. Sure did. Qualified. Yeah,
2: he played. He played. What did he play? Ken, Nikali uh, Kage, Ryu, Karen, Rose, <laughs> something like that. Just a yeah, wild he, list of characters. Played like the cast uh, anyway. That's when he it. said he mains the us.
1: cast, he meant it, dude. I swear. Right,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, and he got he got really high. I think he qualified for top eight at Frosty's, only using Vega or something like that. So yeah. Anyway, he's pretty good at this game. Um, I don't know what else to say. I just I really enjoyed the event. Thanks to everybody for doing it. Good games to everybody I played. It was a blast. I had a really good time.
1: And it uh, seems like Combo Breaker is the next big major that's coming up. Right. I mean, yeah. for sure, I think I'm going to be starting to travel a lot more now because uh, there's a lot more offline stuff that are happening. So it's going to be interesting to see how it's going to go. So
2: All righty. Uh, hey, this is, the seg- this is the segment where we typically do our Manscaped promo, but we're not this week. But we might be doing it again in the future. Thank Yay! you to everybody who bought Manscaped stuff. Because mm-hmm. that uh, theoretically might have worked out. I mean, based that was off how your of a feel.
1: you see, you saw uh, grab your
2: balls ch- by the ball,
1: <laughs> grab your balls by the balls. <laughs> you know that I, that phrase has been in my head for a while now. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, look, uh, earlier in the chat, Shanxi said that hair is OP. Well, you could solve that with, me- oh wait, wait, we don't need to do that today, do we? Okay, maybe in the future. Nope. I'll save it. Save for it future. for
2: the future, man. Yeah. All right, let's take <laughs> a break then. We're going to have just a kid on in just a little bit.
1: Uh, just a sec. Come on, dude. That's Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Tuesday Show. We are joined by our special guest, Nathan, on the stream here today. Hi, Nathan. How are you doing? Oh, God, you're knocking things over. No, actually, our actual guest here for today is none other than... Uh, oh, I sound like uh, Rob TV. Uh, none other than Just a Kid. Just a Kid. Hello. Welcome. How are you doing?
0: I'm uh, doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Just chilling. Just uh, <laughs> chilling. I actually got in my house today in the morning. Oh,
2: from Texas Showdown. Uh,
0: kind of. I got home. Uh, well, I got home. I got to another sp- place. It was my girlfriend's place at 2 a.m. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, I'm just sleeping. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to get in yeah. there. So.
2: <laughs> that makes
0: sense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Were
2: you one of the people whose flight got canceled or delayed on the way out?
0: Yeah, I, was, um, I checked the weather and everything, I was like in the prime time of the storm, so mm. it, it just kept getting delayed, delayed, Ugh. moved, d- delayed, and I was like, I may have to spend the night at the airport or something, this is going to be a first time experience, but
2: we are ready to get out. Alright, well, good, I'm glad it all worked out. So yeah. we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, but let's start by talking about how it is that you got into the competitive side of the FGC in the first place. Let
1: me let me guess. Let me take one guess. You got into the FGC because you're Batman, right? So uh,
2: I'm really. I'm gonna explain that
0: story, aren't I? I'm gonna explain <laughs> that whole yeah, entire you're gonna name. To, absolutely. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. boy. Yeah. Hey, you want to talk about like origins? Well, yeah. I saw. Here's the thing. I went on Facebook first time. I'm like, <laughs> this was 24... 14, so I was 13 years old, and I just saw like a thing saying, Hey, there's a Pokemon card game tournament or something like that. But then I saw Street Fighter 4 and I was like, Oh, okay, I'll, I'll go there. Granted, I've only been playing for like a couple months or something like that. I just knew how to do jump, sweep, focus attack. Uh, I learned Ultras, and I was like, All right, I'm, I'm ready. I can smoke someone. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, I go there. There's only there's only one guy there because uh, it was mainly for like, of course, Pokemon and everything. But I go there and I'm like, I'm about to steal like his five dollars or something like that. I'm about to make some money. He like twenty owes me. Mm-hmm. I, I, like he just he made me be like, bro. I don't want to play. This game. I'm going back to Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a it was just definitely like GG's. No, no rematch hold that but then he was so nice he was like you know about the fighting community i was like the what he was like yeah sh- show you this so he showed me a facebook group and then i kept you know asking questions facebook group i went to tournaments they recommended around the area oh, and then slowly but surely it just kept i just kept going kept learning i i watched too much remember, of youtube
3: do you remember <laughs> who the guy is do you remember who this person is or is this some uh, guy you never saw again
0: Oh, no 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 his uh gamer tag I still believe it is uh, Killer J. He is, he, mm. I think it was a bit bit of an old head. He did mess around with, like Marvel 3 and everything. He wasn't like well known or anything but he was like respected in like Chicago scene in it. So he was pretty mm. nice and everything pretty chill and you know he got me into this and he kind of started it all. Nice. But uh yeah, it was he was super, he's always super nice and everything and he, like, hangs out uh, when he comes to Chicago locals. He's like, what's good, you know? That everything. But that, that
2: doesn't sound like it's really the origin story because you already had Street Fighter Four at that time, and you were already interested in competitive games enough, whether it's Pokemon or Street Fighter, to go to a tournament. So, like, h- how did you get into what about the competition, what about the games was interesting to you?
0: Um, I'm very stubborn when losing, and I want to keep winning, but <laughs> I was, it's literally probably... It, well, you know, fighting games, I actually started with Tekken and Soul Calibur, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. I actually did not care for Street Fighter. I was like, that game's a whack. Tekken got better music. Soul Calibur got weapons. And I was like, these these games are pretty good. And then my dad, every so often, would try and smoke me in uh, fighting games. He couldn't.
2: Oh, okay. Because I kept
0: learning combos and I kept learning stuff. (laughs) And... I learned like how to use like certain stages, especially Soul Calibur because of ring outs. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm about to just cheese them super hard. So he had those games, and I was just interested in them. I just took a liking to them,
2: so it kind of just went from there. I was just like, I like these games. Did your dad like help you get into it actively, or was it more just like he's he, like he was playing fighting games, so you wanted to also do it? He yeah, he kind of just so happened to
0: have. I believe it was Tekken Tag One on a PS2. Hmm. and Tekken 4, and Soul Calibur 2, yeah. So those are the three main games he had. I I didn't know nothing about them. I just thought they looked cool.
2: Yeah, so, you're like eight years old. Yeah,
0: I was like, <laughs> these just look cool. I was, and then I saw, um, what was it? I saw when Heiachi was on Soul Calibur 2 for the PlayStation. I was like, wait, he has no weapons. How is he fighting? And, yeah, I was kind of just like, I, I just like the way they looked.
2: <laughs> but you're you're like the kind of competitive enough guy to not want to lose. Yeah, is that is that the main driver here?
0: Yeah, I was literally I got upset when the CPU beat me, and mm-hmm. when I went to tournaments, I was just like, bro, how is this thirty year old beating me or this <laughs> twenty year old I'm like, Right, I'm like, bro, you guys just go to retirement or something like that. What the hell? And. <laughs> I'm <laughs> runs in my family too much and i'm just like no i'm going to beat you i'm going to beat you i don't care i'm i'm going to win i don't care Uh,
1: i mean i know you said that like you know you started watching some youtube videos and stuff and you know you're talking about the old men and everything i still remember i think it was at um one of the dream hacks you and el Chicote were there and you were talking to me and david and both of you were like yeah we've been watching you since we were kids (laughs) And
2: <laughs> Dream Hack yeah. 2019, which by itself was already three years ago. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, trust me, I will never forget that because that definitely made me feel very old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, i, I mean, it, but yeah.
0: Akron yeah, yeah. Cup 2014, I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,. You know, let the chat do the math with that, how old I am <laughs> compared to these guys. Yeah, uh, you'll be old as
2: old as us soon enough. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm basically like a 16 uh, so now.
3: Speak for yourself, all right, you 40-year-olds.
2: No, I mean, like, <laughs> pretty soon you'll be 40. It'll, that's how it'll feel. When you're 40, you'll yeah. be like, I was 20 just the other year. <laughs> that's how life goes. Uh, <laughs> all right, so look, you, you start playing Street Fighter Four, and then uh, tell me about the arc of your... Street Fighter Four career into Street Fighter Five. Um, how,
3: how did you go from because I'm Batman and transform <laughs> into just a kid?
2: That's okay, well, I, I guess know. So, I, you know James typically asks that question at the right, end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about it
3: now. No, 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 no. no. This, these are two different people. You don't understand. Okay, okay there's okay. because <laughs> I'm Batman, and now there is just a kid. I want to hear the transformation story. Well, I want to hear
2: Street how Fighter is Four it? to Five. How is it that? <laughs> because I'm Batman was your gamer tag at the start like you got to get to that too <laughs> All
0: right so to explain because I'm Batman um <laughs> basically it was from there was this YouTube uh channel still going on it's called how it should have ended where they take um how like um take like funny movies or whatever and they say like this is how it should end in a funny way joking way and when there was a Batman film or Batman was a parody he was always say like, "Yo, how did you do this? Because I'm Batman," and <laughs> I was like, "I always loved that." And I, for some reason, had a literal like uh affection for Batman or something. I don't know. I was just like super Batman. I had mm-hmm. covers, pillows. I still have my poster of Batman. I had jackets, all that, and I was like. I- because I'm Batman, it sounds super cool, and I, I, I spelled yeah. it in a certain way. I, I see I, the I
1: see the Detective Comics behind you as well, right? So yeah, <laughs> I'm like
0: I'm literally a Batman fanatic, and um, so the joke was that uh, how did you or what did you think? What was the joke? I forgot, but it was like how did you win? I was like because I'm Batman, kind of like <laughs> it was a little pun, and I was like. Okay, that sounds hella cool. I'ma rock with that. <laughs> yeah. And you just see this fifteen year old kid named Because I'm Batman walk in, get smoked. And then people are like, did you lose because he's Batman. And I'm like, damn that That uh did not bode well for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. so that was the name for a while and then when I got Street Fighter Five. Of course, they said, create your CFN. And I was like, well, I'm like, what? It came out 2016, so I was like 15 at the time. I was like, I'm a kid. Just a kid sounds pretty normal. I was like, just a kid. And then people start calling me that, especially when people uh, saw me like on CFN. They are like, let's play sets or something like that. They kept saying, just a kid, just a kid, just a kid, just a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Just a kid, it's probably fine. I'm like only like 16 at the time, so I'm like, Batman's gone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know it's Terrible. it's like <laughs> Terrible just price. in pain. I mean, you, you were too old for because I'm Batman. You grew up and out of because I'm Batman and into just, just a kid. kid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Look, look, I was like <laughs> gotta go It's not too late. You
0: can change it back. Well, I'm not Man, changing it can. you can well, change I mean,
1: it back you're trying i mean I, I know at one point in time you tried to change it to like Justa right you you tried to drop the yeah. kid part
0: yeah but it was more that was more so like a funny kind of like a bet in a way but more of an experiment cuz uh Rushdown said yo you should change your name to Justa and i was like that sounds just stupid on paper i'm like correct what what yeah. the hell is Justa and then I'll, the ironic, th- this is just too uh, crazy thing to think about, but the moment I changed it, I got like third in my CPT online. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? I changed my name one time to a random name and I get third and I'm like, all right. Yeah. And then people started calling <laughs> me that and I was like, I, oh, God. Okay. I had to live with this. I have to accept the fact that I did this one little mistake. And now people come to my chat and be like, hey, Justin. And I'm like... Shh. That's not, that's like half of my name, but I'll i allow it. I don't mind that. <laughs> At first, it annoyed me, and then I just got used to hearing Justa, Justa, and then people just said, of course, you know, just a jury, just a nerd, uh, just six feet. Just a Batman. Yeah, just a Batman. <laughs>
3: just a body after we play Marvel. I don't
0: know what you're saying, bro. I can oh, smoke dude. you real quick. Dude, oh, dang. Bat.
1: All right, Ultra Chan got- special. We're going to play. Marvel Parsec. I have so many
3: Marvel matches yeah. <laughs> coming up. There's like I swear to God, I, he, I, I they just uh, everybody wants to. I don't know why. I don't know why they want to play me. And I didn't say anything. I didn't. I was just existing.
1: That's because they know vibing. that they know you're easily beaten, right? So you. No, I'm just uh,
3: kidding. I, I mean, Flo thought so, uh, <laughs> and I already got
1: cooked. Mm. All right, so is. Like so point, too,
2: but that's a that, yeah. Did you start to get pretty good? At what point did that come? Well, I
1: mean, before we get into that, like, I just want to say, like, one of the very first Frosty Faustings I went to. Uh, I remember you made top 8 at that event and I didn't know who you were at the time and you know everybody was telling me I forgot who it was it was somebody it might have been Humbag or somebody was just like dude you have to watch this kid like he's super hmm. good he's going places and you did <laughs> what really really well at that tournament too and I, I it was like one of the first years of Street Fighter 5 I can't remember now which yeah. one it was
0: it, it may have been I want to say like Either twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Yeah, because I remember twenty eighteen. I think I got I got ninth, but it was to punk, and then I think I beat uh like the known Midwest players. I think I I beat Eric C. who was a foreign player from the Midwest, yeah. and it was like he was that kind of one of those guys you know to beat because he was notable did you, did you in twenty seventeen.
3: Uh, did I that year? We're just going to say you did so I can tell him he sucks.
0: Yeah, say it cuz we <laughs> I always want to make sure Yeah, yeah i mean, yeah. Like... <laughs> We got to keep we got to keep his eco in check. It was the yeah. same year
1: that Mike Too Strong got really really far in the bracket as well. Minneapolis so. boys. So, <laughs> so
0: yeah, that's yeah, that probably like 2018, 2019 yeah. area, something like that. So mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, it yeah. was really cool because, you know, they were talking about you and they were talking about you as like a as a strong potential is coming up. And and here you are now. I mean, you were at Capcom Cup doing analysis and all this other cool <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, you know, so, yeah. I mean, how how did that growth in Street Fighter Five occur?
0: Um, it's definitely occurred during like. I want to say, while, of course, everyone was complaining about season two, because season two was like, you know, Laura's, Ibuki's and all that, I was still trying to understand the game. Um, But in 2016, I went to my first, because I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so I went to the first local for that summer. And it was literally that weekend, I think, when Jury was coming out. (laughs) So funny enough, Jury was banned because, you know, you can't play character for like two weeks because no one knew so I was like okay I know how to dive kick with Rasheed and I know I do crazy stuff so I'm like that can save me because there's no one in Milwaukee there's no one who is six foot and has a beard that can beat me and plays a boxer right (laughs) so So I go in I go in I you know I'm very confident and then I say, they say, Oh, yeah, I play uh, a dude named Brian F. I'm like, Imagine using a real name instead of a gamer tag. Come on, yeah, nerd, <laughs> I'm gonna smoke him real quick. Um, he blocks my dive kicks, I get punished. I'm like, This, this doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> and then he smokes me, and I'm like, G- GG's, bro. And then he wins a tournament, uh, and um, I play casual with him, and then he was like, you aren't meeting me when I, when you knock me now, and I'm like meaty. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, uh, so he like yeah, me. you know when I, he's like, you know when I get up and you do an attack, and I'm like, what? And he tells me exactly how to do a meaty. He and he tells me like you know you can throw fireballs or something, and, he, and I'm like, what? What is that? And he's like, dude, train, get good at this, and then I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> And we can try this again. So <laughs> I start to know what learned meaties were and everything. I was like, oh, snap. This is like hella good tech. <laughs> I just realized this. And then I kept getting smoked at locals, not even <laughs> by Brian F. It this wasn't even And then I kept getting
3: smoked. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I try to apply it, but uh, sometimes my brain just doesn't register it yeah. quite mm-hmm. fast enough. And I'm just like. What the hell? What the hell? And then I slowly start to get you know it went from zero and two to one and two to two and two, and I slowly start to build up to a point where I uh, twenty seventeen, I believe it was that summer, I won my first local, and I freaked out because like I won, oh snap! And they gave me the money. I was like, this is like fifty bucks. And <laughs> Dude, then that's a lot of money, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, what was it? I my dad, I think he was like either watching or in the car or something like that. And I said, "I won, I won, I won." He's like, "Oh snap! How much did you win?" And then Joe can say, "Like, I'll take that for gas money." And then I was like, <laughs> "Come on, I'm a kid." But of course, he let me keep keep it because it was yeah. showing like you know yeah. I actually did progress. And then I kept winning locals, and then it was went to point where I was convincingly winning them, unless mm. it was Brian because Brian was the one guy who smoked me. Right. So, so it was like he was like, "Yeah, he's one of the best. He's pretty solid." Then 2018, I was I, I really desperately tried hard to convince my dad say, hey, I want to travel to tournaments, you know, Oof. i want to go to like, you know, of course, we went to Combreaker because I'm in the Midwest. So that was like simple. That was no mm-hmm. problem. But I was thinking of like, I want to go to Evo, like Evo's that tournament. Like, I want to see a bunch of people. And he was super like iffy about it because, of course, it's Vegas. Um but he took me out i had a great time nice. it was wonderful yeah i i think i did okay hey, and look, then i was look,
1: like shout outs to just the dad i mean honestly like <laughs> being able to support that kind of thing it's not easy and you know even though he sounded iffy about it he did do it and i think that's really neat i, I mean absolutely. shout outs to your dad honestly i think that's really cool
0: Yeah, and then I think he also took me to Jersey, New Jersey. I think it was, like, for an East Coast tournament. I forgot which one it was, but he took me out to that, and I was like, you know, thank you for this. And then 2019 was, like, that year. I was like, all right. I'm basically turning 18. I was like, I want to try and travel by myself. I want to try and plan stuff, do my own thing. I did. Thankfully, I had a sponsor back then, so they helped out as well. So I went to a bunch of tournaments, and it was really nice. And people definitely, like, knew me. As that he was that jury player. He was that guy. Be, be on the lookout. Um, well,
3: let's, let's talk about that. Let's, let's get into that because Texas Showdown happened. You took second. Obviously, people know who you are now. Yep. How does it feel to get carried by jury?
0: All right. How do I end this call? Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, look, listen. Let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Texas Showdown. You know how many people either came up to me or I'm having a conversation and they just be like, you know, jury broke and it's carrying you. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to playing top tier, homie.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I got a lot of that, especially since it was like the first kind of major after the patch. So yeah, yeah. I-, I was like definitely expecting a bit of it, but um, I was to say like, jury's like pretty cheap. I guess I'll, mm-hmm. I'll acknowledge it. Jury's cheap. She's a uh, she's already been annoying before right and so so i just want
1: to ask real quick uh you know season two jury she was considered awful terrible i thought she was kind of underrated like how did you feel did you feel like she was really bad when she first came out or do you think that you know she was a character that had that potential
0: uh so well season one jury was straight trash that that character was not she was not even a character like uh, Stamian Punch did not even link into Stamian Medium Kick. So she got Stamian Punch, Light Kick, and Light Pinball, but Light Pinball pushed you so far back it was like, okay. right? It was, so it wasn't like that. And then all her moves were kick-based, so you could like mess up. Instead of a store, you get, you get a DP or something like that. So they overlapped a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Season 2, they definitely changed some things. They gave her a bit more new combos, which is like, okay, you guys are starting to see a little bit more of what jury can do. And then I think the big, the definitely interesting change, because I think everyone takes notes of it, especially with V-Trigger being a thing, was that her V-Trigger in season three was from three bars to two bars.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was like, yeah, that's kind of significant. And it comes when in terms of like, if you're a decent health character or something like that, then they just kept buffing her into the point where like, people are like, yeah, Stamina Kick's crazy good, because if you convert that, it's just like a crap ton of damage. And then now they gave me a Punch puncher plus three on block, meaning you have to watch your toes. And then I do a light like DP, now you're in throwing range, and now I got this mix-up going. And then all of a sudden, it's like, now Jerry doesn't even need to store at times. <laughs> like, sometimes I just be like, I'm gonna just get my fireball, and I'm good. I don't need to think <laughs> about it. So... The fact that, like, I do think that from season three, probably she was definitely, like, a little bit underrated. But there were slowly talks building up, especially, like, especially slowly but surely. But then I would say last year and probably 2020 were definitely her years where people were, like, saying she's not bad. When you break her down and everything, she's not bad. just that maybe some characters do better. do what she does, but better. Right, yeah. That, which is, like, the thing of Street Fighter right now, I would say. There's characters who are, like, they have this exact game plan, but I could just pick this character who does it easier. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah.
1: I always called yeah. that the, uh, the, the Karen, Kami, Sakura syndrome. Like, you know, yeah. when Cami was better than Karen, everyone played Kami. When Karen was better than Kami, everyone played Karen. You know, it was just. Yeah, so it was
0: just, it was just, like, just like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, this is an interesting topic because you've been on both sides of this kind of like character divide of, you know, you have played a low tier character who you just really liked and you wanted to keep playing. Like, you yeah. have been that loyalist. And then now. You are on the other side of that where you're still the loyalist, but like now you get to play the top tier as well or you know high tier like wherever she is she obviously yeah. just, she's a strong character this season um, do you notice that difference between playing or maybe your success between when she wasn't very good and now when she's really good I mean speaking serious like do you do you notice differences?
0: yeah I mean, I definitely can of course naturally as a player. I would say you can only get better, but of course, it depends on how advanced or how, like, you know, experienced you are or something like that. Because some people can get better in months, some people can get better in weeks or years. I would say I've been more so like a natural course, just year by year, it gets better and better. And then eventually people be like, hey, look out for this guy. And I think when I understand more and more about Jury, especially as a character, I was like, okay, I can implement that as a strategy and try and figure out ways to use that, like, for myself. Because, mm-hmm. uh, to me, I was more always more so, of course, naturally aggressive a bit more. Because I was so young, I was like, I want to get in. I want to hit you. I want to go, <laughs> go, 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 go. Yeah. And when I picked Jury, I was like, I can do this little hit and run thing where people are annoyed by me. But I'm, you know, I'm attacking. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like I'm attacking, but I am. And they're just like, what the hell? So I was just like, I'm going to keep this going. And then I just I just went along with it. Then I just applied the buffs to my game plan. Right. So that way I can understand, like, this is effective. Because when I was, uh, I want to say probably when Seth got uh, nerfed, before the V-Trigger 2 buff, so in that, like, little oh, yeah, area. Yeah, 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 I was like, all right course I if anyone knows I did pick or shit I picked cheap characters. Um but I also was playing jury but people saw me, you know, as that jury. You know, if it wasn't Yosan or i in Japan, it was Jessica. So I was like, all right, I want to keep improving and getting better so that way I actually feel confident in myself and I don't want people to be like looking at me like, I don't know, he's looking a little bit shaky. With his gameplay, this is supposed to be your guy, this is your king or something like that. So
1: <laughs> is this your king?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I just solely just understood stuff, and I just well, try to implement it and everything. so
2: so I mean, does it feel like it's difficult to disentangle your improvement from jury's improvement. I mean, you are getting better at fighting games in general yeah. at the same time as jury is also getting better as a character. like is it possible for you to distinguish between those two?
0: Oh yeah, I would say the main thing and I'm and I'm pretty sure you guys cuz you guys have years of this but one thing that everyone no matter what coast I've been at or whatever they've always told me anti air dp. That is like a prime tool that every character that has a dp is like it's effective and back in like season 2, season 3, I was always relying on stand fierce or crouch crouch mm-hmm. fierce something like that. And it was a crutch, I'll like admit it. But when they were like, bro, just do this motion. It's not crazy hard. Just keep practicing and training <laughs> but And I kept doing it. And I kept doing it. And I was like, all right, now I'll play it in game. And I couldn't play any game. And I was mad at myself. But then I'm not sure what happened throughout the past like two years. I just like it just clicked. Right. And I just and I started uh, to do it and I was like, okay, I'm starting to get used to it. And now I'm more so mixing it in with different anti airs. Mm-hmm. So I'll do a DP, then I'll do a stand fierce, and I'll do crash fierce. Now I'm doing DP, and I'm doing all this. And I feel like those skills this, I don't apply to, like, I would say characters. That's definitely, of course, a player thing. Because if you can't anti air DP with, like, Ryu, I'm going to look at you differently than, like, someone like <laughs> Daigo, who yeah. anti air me all the time. So yeah. that's something that. That that was my biggest flaw. I would mm-hmm. say that I've improved on. So, and I'm very proud to say, like, I'm able to do that.
1: Nice. Now, uh, so. you know, obviously Brian F. You know has mm-hmm. joked before that you know he's like he created you. You know, like he's kind of like takes the credit. You know, jokingly takes the credit. But I mean, honestly, how much has Brian F. helped you grow? And you know, if if you do feel like it's significant. Do you feel like it's important to have that kind of mentor who can help you get better at fighting games?
0: Yeah, I would say that if uh, someone does just so happen to be that mentor for people, like, don't take it for granted, because Brian, I mean, he literally just taught me... He spoke a few words, and it just sparked something. and just made me do all this research and understand the game more. And then he kept beating me, but he kept you know, breaking me down, building my back up type thing. Mm-hmm. So I would he would smoke me in locals, next day stream and I'm like, yo, what's good and then I'm trying to figure out what's he doing in his stream that I'm not doing my own gameplay. Even as simple as like, I'm a throw loop this guy. He may be doing it just like brainlessly, but I'm like, why would you do that? So and then he would just always give me advice on sometimes streaming or like social media advice or something. Dang. He'd be like, hey it's not best like, to post at this time or something like that. And I'm like, okay. Or, you know, because I'm a kid, I don't think sometimes when I'm doing stuff. So he would always just advise me on certain things. Dang. Especially just generally in life, he may just say something. I'm just like, huh. oh, cool. And then the yeah. funny thing about it is that I tend to imprint on people a lot. And some things that he may do at tournaments, I may do as well. So, and granted, it's just the way I am. I just imprint on people. So if I'm around you a lot, like for example, while I'm in West Coast, for some reason, don't know what it is. First off, you guys food is pretty phenomenal. But I just want uh pho and like uh well, I forgot what it was. It was like um pedicure. Uh, I don't I forgot what it is, but <laughs> I I don't know I forgot what it is but fuzz like the main thing I want there mm-hmm. only because I kept going there and people kept saying it in my ear and they kept going around and I'm just like all right I guess that's the thing I got to do now
1: right
4: and
0: yeah. so yeah stuff like that just I just imprint on people I just kind of go with it but yeah Brian he's an amazing guy great mentor he awesome. still like mentors me but the joke was that he never shook my hand that was always the joke he until I beat him or something else, he never shook my hand. But it it was back when, um, I think it was 2021, where he smoked me. 6-0. And, well, I believe it was winner's finals and loser's finals or something. like Or, no, top eight winners and then uh, top three losers. And he was like, we'll get him next time. And then he made Captain Cup. We went to the season of finals. And I was like, hey, Brian, what's good? And he shook my hand. <laughs> and then and then Tech showdown he hugged me so it was pretty Aww. nice
1: oh he hugged you huh
0: yeah we, dude, we level it up nice.
1: dude no cause I mean like I always hug everybody and he's always he's one of those anti-hug kind of people right so, yeah I
0: feel like he's just a, a handshake he's like how you doing how you is he doing? softening like, hey, is, he,
1: is he softening up I'm not like... sure the old
0: age is getting to him
1: no yeah. I mean have you beaten Brian at a big event
0: at all uh I got to think of all the time. I think we've only played, ever like, big events-wise, I think CPT was the only, like, okay. big events we've ever played. I think everything else has been, like, locals or small little tournaments or something like mm-hmm. that. So it was, have like... You, have won- you
1: beaten him at one of those at the local?
0: No. Really? No. No. You get him next time,
2: kid. Yeah, that, but I think that's, that's really cool. Like, you're obviously so strong, but there's still this this, like... My demon. <laughs> need to get. Yeah, yeah. He's literally my demon. Overcome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Cool
4: to have Dude, that. Dude,
1: what are you gonna do the day that you knock him out of a big tournament, like in yeah, losers right, yeah.
0: bracket? Like, are you going to just completely rub it in his face, or? Look, I'm just saying, CPT Midwest. We only get one shot, mm. and if that one shot just happens to be him,
3: <laughs> stay out of my way, Brian. Oh man,
0: 2022. <laughs> I'm not gonna say words, but you know.
2: See what happens. Well, good luck with that, dude. Uh you James typically asks a question that we basically already got to. Right. But yeah. it's just about how your name started. So is there anything else that you would like to plug?
0: Uh you know, just shout outs to people uh who like watch me, and support me, you know. Can I plug yeah, in my streams right, and everything? Oh no, no, that's you exactly, exactly oh, okay. what we're Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly um, what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, follow me. Follow me on Twitch on twitch.tv slash justajack 515 I know that's weird, but uh on me wasn't thinking with streaming, and I made two <laughs> accounts because I got locked out of my first one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's that. Um shout out to my team, Eastern Media GG. You know, they were at Text showdown, they mm-hmm. were pretty nice and everything. Yeah. Um, So they've been taking care of me. Uh, Follow my Twitter at, I believe it's just a kid with two D's fifty five.
2: Yeah, it sure is because I can see it just to your side right now.
1: (laughs) And and, and just curiosity was did that why the two D's was that anything like a Jason kid kind of thing? I mean,
0: (laughs) oh no, it was literally I tried to put in just a kid, just regular, but it was taken. Right, of course. Right, two D's, made made it simple. So okay, cool
2: man. Uh, does anybody know who Jason Kidd is nowadays? I feel like that was thirty years ago. He you know. coaches it's, in the NBA now. Yeah, he's a coach <laughs> in the NBA now.
1: So, yeah, Justin Kidd was. I mean, sorry, Jason Kidd was a long time ago
2: for sure. So, all right, man. Thanks a lot for joining us. Yep, no it. problem. Thanks that's for having me After a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's
1: good that seeing be... you at Capcom Cup. Hopefully, we'll see you at Combo Breaker as well. So,
0: oh, oh yeah, that's like in my backyard. I, I can't miss that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> if I do miss that, that's like. Someone's gonna to come to my house and talk to me. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Take care, guys. Good night, bud. Peace. Yeah, congrats again to him on second place at Texas Showdown. That was great.
1: Yeah. Only losing to Punk, and you know, he can't really be it's upset about
2: that, right? Yeah. I there's would... there's there's well, there's still there's still a ceiling, right? Like he's really strong, but like there's still more to go, and he knows that. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Absolutely. All right, well, let's move on to the next. Let's go to the 5-5 matchup where we let you all ask us the questions, and then we let you all also vote on which ones we're going to be talking about. Here's the three for today.
1: Now, David, you you are strangely a little bit quieter all of a sudden, so, I mean, if you can, actually move to the mic a little bit. I'm at the microphone. Okay, there you go. Like it. All right. Prove it.
2: Number one, does the social media discussion about individual games or specific characters potentially harm the reputation of those fighting games? Okay, all right. By the way, we're going to do two of these, so keep that in mind when you are voting. Number two, should the FGC come to accept the reality that they cannot have grassroots events while also expecting a huge influx of money? It's pretty clear that TOs run tournaments at a loss or barely even, and yet there's an expectation for the highest quality and the biggest of prizes. Number three. What do you think about the parasocial nature of donating and subscribing to top players and streamers? Have you ever experienced receiving large donations? And if so, how did it feel? There's your three.
1: The poll is up! Exclamation mark one, exclamation mark two, exclamation mark three. And if you are a sub, you can vote for a question or two. You get two votes, essentially. So let's see how this goes.
2: Go for it. Do it. Interesting. We see a
1: big trend change here. I'm seeing some major trend uh, shifting here. Number one went off to a big lead. Then three just way surpassed it. But now one is coming back. And now two is taking the lead. Wow. Change. Dude, this is is actually really... uh, This is a really tightly contested one here. Build back better. Now, I don't see too many new votes coming in. Oh, wait. No. Here we go. A couple more votes. Oh, dang. Dude, this is so close. It keeps shifting. I'm going to give... Okay, I'm going to give everybody like another 10 seconds, and then that's it. All right. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2... One and I can't stop yet. We have a tie. Oh, my Lord. Okay, there it is. There's the tiebreaker. All right, we are done. The winner is going to be one and three Mm. are the winners here. So one and three. But, again, look at the percentage discrepancy over there, right? It's literally 38, 30, and 33 is what it closed at at this point. Yeah, we had a
2: few good questions. In fact, well, there were more good questions than this that we were offered mm-hmm. for today, but we just picked three of them. So yeah. So, so please, I agree. mean, if
1: these, if you're voting for these questions and they didn't get voted for, f- feel free to suggest them again next week. Even if you weren't the original one uh, that you know posed the question, if it's something Absolutely. like I really want to hear their opinion on this, please feel free to resubmit
2: the question. So. And yeah, everybody gets to vote, but subs get to vote two times. That is the rule. But it's already over. You already missed it. All right, let's move on to actually answering these questions. You want to do number one first? I guess you already have it there. Let's do number one. Does the social media discussion about individual games or specific characters potentially harm the reputation of those fighting games?
1: I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit more in terms of characters, uh, but in terms of games, I mean both the answers is yes (laughs) Uh, in my opinion um, obviously I've often said that you know uh, MVCI was kind of killed by social media right like I I really feel like MVCI was just absolutely destroyed by social media and you know the the effects of social media I mean are are very uh, effective because I mean look KOF 15 before it came out you know, had a lot of what I call meme inertia from KOF '14, in which everyone was just like, "This game is ugly and oh my god, it's so terrible looking." Big KOF, but when the game came out. There's been an overwhelmingly positive reception from a lot of the most vocal player you know people on the internet you know like I mentioned you know guys like Justin Wong who literally just said KOF 15 feels like the only game he's really having fun with these days you know a lot of people are really enjoying the game and really, now you see the narrative. Everyone's like, yo, KOF 15 is awesome. You know, like, now granted, the game is fun. Net code helps. <laughs> yeah. Net code helps. Uh, but even then, like, the matchmaking isn't very good. But, you know, yeah. at the same time, uh, I, I think a lot of the positive feel for the game does come from the the social media aspect of it where a lot of people have just had very positive things to say about the game so absolutely i think social media discussion about individual games and characters we already went over the character part um yeah definitely
3: says entire fgc is twitter hive mind it i mean yeah
1: (laughs) a lot of it is a lot of i mean the world is twitter hive mind right now honestly so
2: it's worth like 40 billion dollars just to control that hive mind how about that 46 (laughs) Yeah, okay.
1: um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys
3: think? Depressing. I mean, I feel like we covered it earlier. We've already answered this question. It's not, yeah, I mean, obviously, if people are discussing a game and all they're talking about is negative things, people are going to perceive the game negatively. I don't think that's anything we didn't cover earlier when we were talking about Labcoat and Luke and et cetera, et cetera. Um, Yeah, obviously, if people, if no one likes the game, and they're talking about not liking the game, it's not going to make new players go, huh, I want to see why these guys hate this game so much. No one does that. So, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious that discourse can cause problems. Just Mm -hmm. like you can uplift a game, too. I mean, it goes both ways. Mm
2: -hmm. I I do think that's true. Yeah, I, I do think that there's a degree to which this is true in social media discussion and kind of the popular trends of how to discuss a game can have impacts. I think that's probably mostly on the margins because people who are interested in a game um, will try it out for their own reasons or not. (laughs) Like for Marvel Infinite, again, I think think it's true that there's probably some degree to which people got influenced by folks having negative things to say. But I also think it's true that there was just like a lot of negative things to say about the game. (laughs) You guys know that I enjoyed the gameplay a lot, but when it comes to things that a lot of people care a lot about, which is how the game looks and sounds, it was not good at all. Dude, the character select
1: screen will always hurt me. You
2: dude. do not need to see anybody on Twitter say this game is ugly for you to be like, wow, this game's ugly. <laughs> like that's not <laughs> not at all required. Um right. so yeah, I think I think I think probably there's some of that. You know, I'm not gonna deny that it's a it's a factor, of course, but I don't think that it is the primary thing i think the primary thing is still that people like or don't like games for their own reasons and if you're somebody who is kind of again in one of these marginal cases where you're like you know i like these two games i'm thinking about buying one of these two games and about one of them everybody's like game's great super awesome enjoying it and about the other people are like oh game is terrible then yeah maybe you go with the one that people say is positive but that's not typically how people actually like deal with whether the buy or not like, like or not like a game, buy or not buy a game. They typically do it on their own. Um, so so I, yeah, I, I'm I, gonna I, I think disagree- it's true, but I do think that it's more on the marginal side.
1: I'm going to disagree with that a little bit, just because I've had a lot of experience with people telling me like, oh, you know, you're discussing this made me check the game out, and I bought it. You know, you being positive about this game has helped me, you know, make that decision to go buy this kind of thing. So there's definitely influences. I mean, I've definitely influenced decisions of people out there about stuff, you know. I try to normally be... Mostly positive. So I'm like, you know, should I buy this game? Yes. You know, (laughs) but, you know, for the most part, it is definitely affected. Now, you're right that, you know, who cares what social media says? Mortal Kombat is selling millions of copies, right? Like, it's just just not going to change opinion. But I think this question is more you know on the topic of perception in the fighting game community you know the whole dead game kind of thing and you know what games are we playing and stuff and in that factor in our little tiny circle of the you know insignificant circle in the world yeah absolutely i think what we say is is a lot more than just even just marginal like uh like I said, I mean, MVCI was so bad to the point that anybody who tried to say anything positive was instantly branded a shill, right? Goddamn I mean,
2: shill. They sure were. I'll yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, you know, that that was the effect of it, right? Where some games are like, this game looks terrible. Actually, it's not bad. Huh, really? Maybe I'll check it out. From NBCI, that there was just none of that. Like this game is actually fun. Yeah. It's Either sick and you creative. Or you a yeah, show. there is no in between. Yeah, and so I do feel like that you know it's it's a lot stronger. It's a lot more powerful uh, than we expect, which is why in general I try to be as positive.
3: Well, as can. well, I well. The so influencer, anyway. influencer thinks influencers matter. Who would have yeah. thought?
2: <laughs> yeah. I,
1: mean, I who I, would have yeah. thought?
2: I definitely yeah, do exactly. think that game a is fun. In there.
1: I had no idea.
2: You know, like you remember the stories of the people who told you that they bought the game because of you. I've mm-hmm. been told that as well sometimes. But those are not the common stories, right? The common stories are that people make their own decisions. But of course, you remember the ones when people say, like, hey, I bought the game because mm-hmm. you like, that's cool. And like, I remember that too. Um, but that's you know no no reason to think that that's something that happens any more frequently than you know the small percentage of people who tell you that it happens
1: yeah i mean but also another thing too you know we talked about the numbers for strive at combo breaker and stuff like that right i mean you think that happened because you know again guilty gear is guilty gear right like who the hell knows who soul bad guy is right most of the people <laughs> in the world have no idea who this character is But the amount of people streaming this game and the amount of people having fun with this game very early on and just saying nothing but shining things about the netcode, like, I don't think... I don't think without the social media that it would be to this level of success. I don't think it would be a record-breaking entrance at Combo Breaker. I mean, record-breaking you know, of all the games that we've had, but, you know, a lot of the things about Strive was very positive, you know, when it came out. So I really think that there's a lot more to it than, you know, perhaps... Uh, I mean, again, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think that there's, you know, more credit to it than, than you're giving credit for. Let's just put it that way.
2: So Again, I'm, I'm sure that it's something that happens there are like entire advertising and marketing companies that exist because this kind of thing happens. (laughs) Right. They're not, they're not, they are doing their best to do things that are actually like worth the Mm -hmm. financial Mm -hmm. cost of that. Um, And I'm sure that there's, I'm sure that there's reality to it. It's just that I think that that they're probably hunting more for like the occasional sale rather than like having a major impact. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. And for strive, I don't know if you even need to explain it by social media. It's just like, the most gorgeous game and it has the fantastic gameplay to it and it's it's intentionally made in a way that is more accessible to people who didn't play guilty gear before like it's just a great game they just nailed it they knocked it out of the park dude
3: did you know 30 people quit because of happy chaos 30 people David right jeez
2: there you go, there you go. And they, okay. told Flash Metroid, <laughs> they all told Flash right. every one him. of them. Maybe it's not to had
3: laugh. to voice their opinion to Peter. <laughs> they, they all had to tell him. <laughs> that, that yeah. they quit.
2: Like, again, um, you know, do you find out that the netcode is great without hearing from somebody else about it? Maybe not, but that doesn't necessarily need social media either. That could just be... Listen, you, man, you know, if you, it wasn't Twitter, there would have game been GameFacts or
3: yeah. Shoryukin sure or whatever. Everybody would have been talking about the yeah. netcode. Like, so.
2: Strive, Strive would have nailed it. I mean people would have played strive regardless of whether the yeah. social media because that game is super sick. I think so too.
1: I, I definitely uh, think. like I, I personally don't believe that. I think, I think there's a lot more credit to it than, than that. Cause like I said, I, I again, it's tough for me because obviously I've been a big guilty gear fan forever. Exord was an exception exceptionally beautiful game. I mean when the trailer first sure. dropped out, everybody was like, "What? This is 3D? Oh my god, this is the craziest looking thing ever." You know, and Exer didn't have the success. Now, obviously the net code and the difficulty of the game are factors yeah, uh, as well, absolutely and, you know, but still I it's, it's Guilty Gear is just it's not the name of the game is Guilty Gear. The main character's name is Soul Bad Guy. Like, there's nothing yeah, inherent about the game that's gonna like for the average casual viewer, you know?
2: Like, oh, we're we're talking about fighting game heads here, right? We're talking, yeah, about yeah, that's guys. true, it's true, yeah. Enter a yeah, combo breaker. So. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: They were gonna play the game if they liked it, regardless.
2: Anyway, all right. Anything else to say on this one? Nope. Interesting topic. All right, let's move on to the second topic, then, where we're going to discuss what do you think about the parasocial nature (laughs) of donating and subscribing to top players and streamers? Have you ever experienced receiving large donations? And if so, how did you feel? So uh, before
1: we get to answering this question, David, um, uh, you know, for the viewers out there who may not truly understand what the word parasocial means... Can you explain to them what parasocial means?
2: Um, I probably can, but I'll just do the old Google, why not? Parasocial <laughs> refers to a kind of psychological relationship experienced by an audience in their mediated encounters with performers in the mass media. Basically, like you feel like you have a friend in this person right. who you've never met, and you've never actually discussed anything with them in any substantive sort of way, but you see them all the time, and you get to feel... Like there's somebody that you know, forgetting kind of that like they don't know you for sure, and you also don't really know them in like any kind of like personal way. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, like you, because of that feeling, um, you want to support them. You you may give them donations. You may just give them your time and your you know your viewership and stuff. But you may also give them donations. You may give them subscriptions, that kind of stuff. Uh,
1: I mean, I think it's. It's weird (laughs) 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 having been a person that, you know, has gotten, you know, significant donations, usually, though, they're for a reason, either for PC or, you know, when Jasmine had to go in and get the surgery for the abscess and stuff like that. You know, I definitely, you know, look, who doesn't want to help cats? You know, I mean, they're adorable and fuzzy and things like that. You know it is strange it is really weird to me but i mean obviously there a lot of that is affected by my massive you know imposter syndrome problem here too as well but you know i think it's 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 part of you know the thing about it is yeah you know as long as people recognize it as just like they're supporting you because you give them a product and you're entertaining them you know i always tell people that i'm like sub or donate if you feel like what i'm doing is worth your money you know i that's generally how i tell my viewers out there and i think that that's fine and normal but like if it's you know, if you're expecting, like, you know, a lot of people do when they see a lot of, like, you know, uh girl streamers out there that they give them extra money or they try to, you know, they're extra diligent as their mod, you know, kind of thing like that, you know, hoping for any sort of extra stuff. I think that's definitely kind of one of those, uh you know, crossing the line situations, but, you know...
2: I should say, before we get too much into this, is that this is from Dead Eye Dave on the Discord, and he said uh, a couple of things about it. He said, people local to him are posting videos about somebody donating $5,000 to Hungry Box on a stream, mm-hmm. and wishing that they were also rich. That is to say, that the people local to him wish that they were also rich, so that they could give Hungry Box buckets of money, too. But Dead Eye Dave, Dead Eye Dave is like, that seems crazy to me like I've never cared about good players you know what I mean like why would you (laughs) there's plenty of reasons to wish that you were rich but like why is that one of them you know
1: I mean let's put it this way I wish I was rich so that I could actually sub to all sorts of channels and support people all the time it's it's but that's just because I'm a fan of the genre and I wanna see these people succeed in this genre, right? It's a it's a different kind of thing. I'm not doing it. Like I would love to donate to certain players, not because like I'm their biggest fan, but because I just I want them to succeed, you know, kind of thing. It's a different it's a different I don't know if that's kind of where those people the attitude that those people are coming from. But yeah, I wish, you know, sometimes I wish I had my old salary again so that I could, I mean, I was talking about this on my stream yesterday, you know, when I was making a lot of money as a programmer, you know, I didn't donate a lot of money to a lot of people and stuff like that. And in retrospect, I kind of regret it now, you know, and I kind of wish I was in that position again where I could just be like, like basically have a budget of like 200 bucks a month just subbing to like, hundred different channels kind of thing you know what i mean like uh or that doesn't the math doesn't add up but you know what i mean basically (laughs) you know i I would (laughs) like i would like to sub to a bunch of different channels and stuff like that i i think that would be really really cool to be able to do uh but i don't know if that's the same kind of uh thing that you know i don't know if that's the same kind of Concept of I love Hungry Box five thousand dollars the Hungry Box you know kind of thing.
2: <laughs> what you got, bro? Well,
3: I mean, James kind of said it all. I, I suppose. Uh, I I I mean I I. So I think that people think this stuff is weird now because it's new. I mm-hmm. really don't people. I don't think people will think it's weird to throw your favorite streamer 500 bucks, you know, like 10, 15 years from now. I think it'll just be kind of what happens for these people that, you know, are good. I, presumably good at what they do and, and provide entertainment. I, I just think it's still relatively new. So people are questioning it. However, uh, if you are spending all your money on your favorite streamer or content creator, Holy shit, please seek therapy. That is not that is not mentally healthy. Like there's there's something going on there. Um, whatever it is, it's like don't don't spend all your money on someone else. If yeah. you have spare money and you want to give it to them, by all means. But Jesus, man, I've had people in my stream, you know, tell me things like I I've been trying to save like I don't make enough money, but I've been trying to save the sub to you. No. Don't do that. Please, if you have to, like, not <laughs> yeah. have a meal to sub to a streamer, Jesus Christ, don't do that yeah. ever, ever, mm-hmm. never, ever. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think there's, like, this weird balance of, yeah, that's that's odd. And, no, you should support people you want to support. Like James said, he's like, I wish I had all this money so I could spread the love. Like, I'm totally understandable. Dude,
1: I have people um, say, like, oh, I wish I could sub to you, but I'm, like, hurting right now. I'm like,
3: no, then take yeah, care no. of yourself, Even on your brain. <laughs> Yeah, jeez, right, man, yeah. just like watching You want to support me watching that? Thanks. Right. You know, like that's there's there's other ways to do it. it, it it's just yeah. Anyways, yeah, uh, I guess to answer the second part, yeah, I have received larger donations, and it's fucking dope because I'm broke. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Hungry Box. I'm not Mango. I don't make a million dollars a year streaming and creating yeah. content. Uh, those guys getting it is a lot different from any of us three getting it. <laughs> you know so when people stop by my stream and like i've had like just random 300 400 donations um fat cat bought this mic for me that i yeah. am rudely not using uh that was like 250 bucks just like out of nowhere like i appreciate that stuff so much um because i'm not i'm not rich <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm none of us are so we will appreciate it more so than like the big
1: streamer it, it's just a little bit different i guess yeah, it's, it's funny, like kind of in the same vein, not on the same topic, but like I, it was weird. Like usually after the show is done, I raid somebody and I try to raid somebody with very low viewer count because I, I figured yeah, it help be, the little guy and and it's funny because people are like that's the wrong way you're supposed to raid big people so they their audience knows that you stream and do all this other stuff and all the, and i would, that thought never crossed my mind at all yeah, like that, sure
3: that stupid what a that, stupid thing to do
1: i was like what that's that's you know and it's weird so you know kind of the same thing like if i could sub and donate i would probably sub and donate to like some of the smaller streams more than i would the guys who are clearly you know (laughs) doing fine for themselves so
2: i think what's new about this phenomenon is just how apparent it is like how easily noticeable it is Mm -hmm. you're just watching a stream and it pops up on there that it's like somebody gave 5k wow but the phenomenon's not new it's just that you didn't see it before but it's always been the case that people have been weird about like their favorite sugar anime. daddies
3: have existed since the beginning of time
2: but yeah i mean that's true but i just i, I mean like people have been weird about loving their favorite celebrity for like a long like yeah. as long as celebrity has existed certainly i mean and they've they've always gotten gifts that they have said are weird and they've you know they've always gotten any like, a lot any, like actual
3: famous person will tell yeah. you that once you're famous you can't buy a meal you, can't, right. you cannot go to a yeah. restaurant and pay for food. Right. Everyone will just give it to you, even if you try to pay. Yeah, Dude.
2: so I mean, it's not new. I, I, I kind of think it is. It, it. For me, it feels weird. I've, I haven't been in a situation of getting a tremendous amount of money, but I can recall the first time that somebody gave us a significant amount of money as a donation, and it was in person, actually. It was at uh, Super Arcade, and... Somebody who I don't know, maybe <laughs> yeah, they probably right. wouldn't want to be mentioned, but uh, gave James and I each a hundred dollars, and we were like, "Nice!" That is out of this world. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> uh, what? Like completely off the wall and unexpected. Yeah. And I, and I and I still feel like that was many years ago at this point, and I still think about that feeling of like how it was yeah. unexpected and and surprising. And I guess I kind of also get it, but like I also think that. I don't know. I no, mean, no need? Maybe yeah. it's part, part of how I view that. So it, it feels a little weird on my end. So
3: own, anytime so. you want to donate to David, just go to twitch.tv forward slash mm-hmm. You can hit the donation the hit button. <laughs> yeah, because David, David doesn't need it. I do. I will take <laughs> it. But David, he said he doesn't need it.
1: So Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, you know, what David said is, is, is right, too. We've been doing this forever, right? Like, It's interesting because it's something I was talking about on stream yesterday as well. You know, I've really learned to live within a means now. Before, I used to just be like, let's buy this, let's buy that. And just, you know, when I did have that salary. And I've learned to live within a a means right now. And so I haven't bought a lot of extra stuff, right? I was telling Tubo that, like, I never buy DVDs and Blu rays anymore. And then Tubo bought me Spider Man. So it's just like, thank you. (laughs) But, you know, uh, even then, like one of my favorite artists came out with a brand new album and I bought the CD. I bought this little tchotchke. I bought this thing just because I wanted to support, you know, and like people do this. I mean, I've always said, I think the Kickstarter model has always been like the, the best way, like economics of the supply and demand and finding that sweet spot. I feel like is, is such an antiquated thing that, you know, we, especially when it comes to fandom, it is better, I think, to create those collector's editions, et cetera, et cetera. Not necessarily a $12,000 statue of Terra, but still, I mean, uh, God, think it's ridiculous,
2: dude. The thing about this, the parasocial stuff that that I don't like is that I, I do think that there's certainly a business model on Twitch that is predatory. It's intentionally predatory. And that I do not like. If, yeah, there's your Blu-ray. If, as we were talking about, somebody just like likes the kind of stuff that we're doing and they want to give us a donation or a subscription, super great. I certainly sub to a lot of channels and I, you know, have Patreons that I support and yada yada, um, because that's important. You know, I, I like doing that. But when there are streamers that have like intentionally predatory business models and ways that they stream and goad people into giving money and and and. Uh, identify people who are likely sources of big money and and mm. goad them into it I, I don't know how to stop that stuff but like I really don't like it
1: yeah I mean I, I actually people were saying in the chat I actually respect it that Pokimane actually puts a cap on our donations I mean it's crazy mm. that she
2: has to do that <laughs> incredible okay <sighs>
1: god what a terrible problem to have jesus you know
2: it probably but, feels weird yeah i mean you know financially it's fantastic i'm sure but it probably feels really i weird mean too. she is she never has to work a day in her life ever. right right yeah financially i'm sure it's fantastic it's just it probably feels weird uh yeah i mean i've i've supported kickstarters too definitely like uh, you know you gotta i've said this many times there are things that i don't care very much about that i don't really spend money on i you know whatever i'll download it or whatever but for the many things that I do care about, it's important to give money to the people who are creating that stuff. So, you know, I identify if you have the extra cash, identify the things that you actually care about and spread it around a little bit.
1: Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys for using the uh, Manscaped code.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I appreciate, it. appreciate I hope that. I like shaving whatever you got going on down there. <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it does Tell it. us
3: about your balls. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. that's Grab also. balls
2: by the balls.
1: That's that's one of the reasons why... Oh, oh, I definitely still buy CDs. I still buy CDs all the time. So, uh, 16-bit, yeah. I know a lot of people tell me I'm crazy about that, but it, at this point in time, it's because I have such a collection and I'm such a collector, so I only buy CDs of certain artists. There's only certain artists that I actually buy the CDs for because I have all of their previous CDs, and it also just happens... My favorite my favorite band of all time has been making music since like 1985.
2: So <laughs> well, we're all regular people who exist in real life and at events, we would be happy to say hello to any of you. So come up and say, what's up mm-hmm. and let's hang. separate me. I'll fight you. Yeah. And that, well, that's, that's your, always the that's thing, the thing too. To it's like, hello.
1: <laughs> I I almost kinda of prefer it when it is something like a manscaped thing or like, you know, I've 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 obviously plugged eighty six dot com as well before, you know, which you can go to at tinyurl.com slash eight six and uh, buy stuff to support me. I always kinda of prefer it when people can get stuff that's cool for them and benefit somebody else at the same time. So, you know.
2: Definitely.
1: It always feels a little better that way. It's, it's
2: nice it's nice to have a smaller chat. You know, to be honest, like I i see streamers that get big chats you know meaning like in the many thousands and and when it's there it's just a very different experience to be the person who's chatting and in you the know, in the few occasions me. when we've had that many people watching the stream it's a different experience to try to talk with the chat as the person who is streaming. Dude, like, Let me
3: tell you david when i'm the number one rumbleverse streamer i'm not looking back i'm letting my chat go bonkers i'm not gonna <laughs> be able to see what anyone says
2: yeah, you're gonna have. To I'm gonna have 70, 80 mods.
3: mods in there to have to make sure no one's dropping slurs. Like, yeah, my chat's gonna be. I mean, that's, like, well, gotta, that's what happens, employ right?
2: Mods. People employ mods. Double yeah, i like, I'm just, they, have, like they have literally employees who are their mods. Yeah, full time job. Yeah. I
1: mean, like yeah, honestly, right. like, True. you know, seeing 16-bit, you know, TC Punk, uh, you know, Sotchino. Uh you know, Wingless, Floatos, uh Tiny Tech, Death, Origami Kingdom, uh Matthew mangi Art, uh, you know, Macross, Wingless, El Zilcho. These are people that I see in our chats all the time, and it's cool to be able to see that. So, you know, as much as if it is kind of like a, a, a parasocial thing of them talking to us, it's it's still nice to actually feel like I know these people in the chat as well. And that's why, like, you know, at Evo, I did do the Chenzor Dynasty gatherings, you know, for a meal one time, just, you know, because I want to feel more like I know these people and stuff. But James, it, how many people showed up to that? Just, uh, like, out of curiosity. Uh, it was, like, maybe around 10 people total, I think. And
3: you don't think UCTV could have a live podcast, like, a few days before Evo had a coffee shop? We could fill up a coffee shop. I got enough fans to fill up a damn coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> if you just want to see a live in-person Ultra Chen TV, like before Evo or something, let us know. Like Well, I, I was YouTube, assuming
1: like, that you thought we were gonna like fill up like a like a no, three hundred man stadium. We're not gonna thing. fill
3: up an arena. I'm not that famous yet. What do on the normal one Rumble vs. Streamer?
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap it back around. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough.
3: And then
2: people yeah. will be there and they'll come to the event, and then we're going to start talking about other fighting games, and they're going to be like, what, is, <laughs> what the hell? What's a Street Fighter? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what What did the gear do that made it feel so guilty? How come it's upset? Gonna, <laughs> it's going to be weird. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, that, that is something we've thought about in the past. In fact, something we planned to do years ago, and it just didn't end up working out for reasons that were out of our control. But mm-hmm, it, was, mm-hmm. it was the plan at one point. Yeah. For sure. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, cool. That was an interesting one. Yeah, look, there's basically no news. So that's why it's a little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> no news.
1: Oh, it's all good. It's all good. So uh, let's see here. Let's go to the... Mailbag questions. I don't even remember. Oh, there he goes. Okay, you. David's actually was on the top. Um, on the ball of this. Okay, let's do this.
3: Absolutely. Guys, I haven't eaten food since like 1 p.m.
2: Sounds like a mistake.
3: I forgot to I forgot to to eat. I forgot to eat before the show because I was playing Mario Superstar Baseball. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's actually really cool, though. I mean, I think that's pretty sick. Trying to get them onto the and and you know being able to do some commentary yeah, dude, for them I, and everything. I,
3: that that whole scene. Uh, is just so FGC 2009. Like, they're fledgling. They've been around for, like, two years. They're, like, fledgling, but they have, like, a, a pretty solid, like, base going oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Discord okay. server and Twitter action. And, yeah, man, it's it's. I cool. still need to, a little, like, tournament series.
1: I still need to watch that video that was talking about how Mario Baseball is, like, the deepest baseball game of, like, ever, basically. Dude, it's,
3: it's, it's really cool, man, from, like... The abilities characters have to the synergy they have with each other uh to like the different abilities that they like it's it's cool man the the way pitching styles work
1: fearless and frame data and stuff yeah
3: the the way they broke down batting is is through frame data if you hit with the the second active frame or the 13th which is the last active frame then you get a slice a slice can be a good thing depending on where you hit it on your bat right and where you pull it to or put yeah the game is deep it's so cool I'm, I'm very much into it right
2: now. That's so Sick. cool. <laughs> oh, All right, man. let's do this mailing bag. All right.
1: Oops, hang on one second. Let me also do this. There we go. All right. Mm, Drem via Twitter asks, the last movie you watched is getting a fighting game adaptation. What movie was it, and which fighting game will its adaptation be most like?
3: <laughs> well, let me tell you guys. The last movie I watched was Sunday night, and it was Avengers Infinity War. so it would be mvci i i went
1: yeah there you go that's it (laughs) easy answer Uh,
3: how many
2: times have you watched that movie
3: infinity war Mm, probably like just under 20 i've seen endgame more i like endgame better Mm -hmm. endgame makes me cry more
1: to endgame i've
3: already seen spider-man no way home at least 15 or 16 times since it came out
1: Dude.
3: Yeah. So, Dude, that's I mean, keep going.
1: Endgame is just my favorite thing about Endgame honestly is that after 20 years of MCU movies, it it it, it rewards you for having been a yes. fan for that long cuz the fact that they go to all the old areas and they're like, "Wait, that means there was 3 gems in New York at this one time and like all of that stuff Like you watch it and you're like, this is why I watched this series, these movies for twenty years. It's like After Endgame, everything in the
3: MCU has just been gravy for me. I just it's if it's if it's good, great. But if not, I still had the Infinity War saga. Like I still nothing can take that away. Those movies are all fantastic. Yeah. So anything now is just like great, just keep it going, I guess. But if it ends up
1: sucking, whatever. We had a good run. (laughs) God uh you know, the last movie that I saw was uh, "Everything, Everywhere, All at Once." Yeah, I <laughs> which, gotta see
3: that. I'm waiting for it to come out on. Yeah, yeah right.
1: which I'm is like the it. perfect game to make into a fighting game. And so, if I had to don't base it, so I don't
3: know anything about it. Please, yeah, don't don't. About right? It. If I had I to base it off it. of
1: any uh, fighting game in existence, it would probably be that. Kyanta game with like the Maui head and like the cats and you know and and, and all that yeah, right. stuff so that's all I'm gonna say okay dude that, yeah, though please. seriously I mean the only thing that I will say and this is not a spoiler thing but god what the hell is wrong with Hollywood that it took this long to put Michelle Yeoh in a lead role of an American film she's never been in the lead role she's always been the side character the stoic you know, like, oh, da, da Like, she gets to do so much here. And then uh Kihui Kwan, you know, short round from Indiana Jones. Like, he quit acting because he couldn't get any roles. And he only decided to come back because of Crazy Rich Asians. And he's fucking fantastic in this movie, dude. Like, the two of them are amazing. And so, oh, God, what a... And, and again, it's one of those movies that... you. Not knowing anything, going into it, knowing stuff about it may not help. Let's just put it (laughs) It's such a fantastic movie. It was, yeah, he was on Head of the Class. Yes, it was true. Dude, Michelle, David? yo, is my queen. Oh,
2: like yeah, uh, my. Geez. It was on the ride home, actually, from Texas Showdown. I watched Matrix Resurrections finally. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yet seen that. <laughs> uh, fucking movie. Uh, that was, where, obviously not a fan. <laughs> movie is laugh. It's so shitty. It's so
3: bad. <laughs> oh man, good job, Keanu. I love Keanu so much, but man, that movie sucks
2: uh yeah i mean i'm not really sure what to think about it yet i still have like not thought about it fully i think but
3: uh, oh boy it's so bad there were
2: some there were some decisions made that i don't know if i would think were there's some ones. levels
3: of acting in that movie i'm just like oh boy i could have done that for sure <laughs> It's it's impressively bad to me, man. Well, what not the like, as a Mortal Kombat movie was it's not like that's, a great like, actor.
2: Like that's not the thing about Keanu. Really.
3: Well, no, I'm not talking about Keanu. I'm talking about some of the the minor characters. The yeah. the game devs. Oh my fucking god! Really? That was the worst acting I've ever seen. It was they did zero <laughs> research on game dev, and then the guys were just like, "We're bros, and we like video games and Call of Duty." And like they just repeated that joke over and over again. It was it yeah. Was I
1: mean, if they wanted to have them be accurate game devs and game QA, they should have just had them all look completely defeated and look yeah. just like they hate life. That's actually,
3: way more accurate. Yeah, <laughs> they should have all looked like Keanu. They should have all yeah. They really all
1: should have just been like, oh, whatever. Just fucking just put that Why in the are game. We whatever. Out this game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> in my head. Anyways,
3: the
2: yeah. fighting game version of this looks like injustice. It's unnecessarily dark. The music <laughs> is not nearly as good as you would hope it would be considering how it was previously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and there's like unexpected like why were why were there like moments where it was like twenty FPS? That was so weird. Yeah.
1: Uh, Are you I, sure that wasn't the move the, the, the airplane?
2: I am pretty sure FPS? it wasn't there's, the airplane.
3: There's moments where the movie like felt... It definitely was, it was like old slow school slow-mo. Too.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was weird. Uh, yeah, and I don't know, that just, like... <laughs> that looks like an Injustice game to me, so... All
1: right. Weird.
2: There are... But beautiful, beautiful CGI, and the faces are very, very well done.
1: I mean, to be fair, like, the, the, the that Matrix movie, like... I watched the other Matrix movies just to kind of remember what happened in 2 and 3 to kind of get ready for it, stuff like that. And I get it. Like, I know where some of the storyline, you know, from the old movies were leaning towards. And they definitely went in a completely different direction. I kind of like some of the things that they did. But... Yeah, I'm with you. It's not like... I mean, I thought it was fascinating that they just turned it into a love story, kind of, in, in a way, yeah. right? But, obviously, that's just not what people wanted out of a Matrix movie, so, you know...
2: Honestly, that part, I was not against. Yeah. I thought that uh-huh. was cool. Yeah, 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 I was in absolutely,
1: absolutely, so...
2: All right, let's move on. Uh,
1: there is nothing to move on to. Is
3: that it? Do, do we do it? No, oh, no, wait, show? there
1: was two questions. Yeah, we only did yeah, I one, Yeah, more. Oh, okay, okay. Uh... Was this the right question? Did you guys see,
3: did you guys see Sankola get bodied today? No. Sankola or, alright. so for a little bit of backstory, if you order, if you order from Uber Eats or DoorDash or whatever, Grubhub, whatever you're on, uh, there's like pop-up shitty restaurants that don't actually exist. There's people that like buy like really cheap office space and make very bad food and sell it overpriced until they get rated down enough that they don't make money on it anymore and then they redo it So he ordered he ordered from a place called bitch don't grill my cheese and I don't know why he expected good food from there But he said he dropped like 50 bucks and it was like wheat bread with like a piece of crap just one piece (laughs) and it was like very clearly microwave, not even grilled. Oh, it was no. so terrible looking.
1: I'm gonna. Uh, so, I need to find the picture yeah, of this gonna...
3: just so you guys, just oh, so David can see. It's so it, bad. I, I, was just like, bro, you can't. You gotta whenever it's, you gotta Google it. There you go.
1: I'm gonna put this up because people. Oh, my if goodness, you haven't man, seen this, it's,
3: it's like very clearly not even grilled. Like nobody in that bread ever touched a skillet. Why is there holes in the American cheese? It just looks awful. And he fell for it. He got he got caught in the trap. So
2: wow, get body, get body cola. That this is the picture. supposed
3: to look like? That's what it was supposed to look like. That's what he got. Wow. Yeah, and he he got like another chicken sandwich. that looked like a like a Tyson frozen chicken tray. With barbecue sauce dumped on it. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, get wrecked. Hold that cola yeah, That's that's what he that's what he gets for saying Whataburger was okay, so that's,
3: that's Oh hilarious. my goodness. Yeah, he got wrecked. Stay free. That's Everybody funny. on Twitter is like, "Bro, you gotta, you can't just That's order from problem. those random shops on on the delivery services." That's well, crazy. he I got remember, con- yeah. he
1: got content and engagement out of it, so you know. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs>
2: oh man! What if he just? What if he came home with two round instead? <laughs> two two round. <laughs> uh. uh Doubleware once was ordering on what was it? Uh,
3: Instacart? I had an Instacart order, yeah, groceries.
2: And, and uh, yeah, go
3: for it. I, was, I was, like, watching the, the shopper do their thing. And they were, like, answering questions for me and, like, asking can they replace things or whatever. And then they go to checkout, and all of a sudden, two round get added to my cart, and they're, like, $79 a piece. What? It is two round. And then two they round. check out, and then they marked my shit delivered. So I added up into car like, I don't know what the hell a round is. I don't know why they added two, and they definitely didn't deliver my groceries. They closed it as soon as they charged for the round. So my, my guess is this person was like a new a new shopper for them and just stole my food and, and got the most expensive thing they could find, and that, that was that. But I, I got my money back, and I got my groceries. It was fine. But yeah. man, when I was watching it happen, I was in Discord like talking to everybody. I'm like, what the fuck is two round? What is a round? Dude,
2: two rounds is so good.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. I got bodied. I, I, I historically have really bad experience, especially with Instacart in, in Minneapolis, I guess. You yeah, don't even know
1: so what bad. Instacart is.
3: Is it? It's a grocery delivery service.
1: But is it like Uber, where you just hire random people to do it? Or...
3: Uh No, Instacart like employs them, but I guess they're, they're still contractors. It's like Uber drivers are contractors. Oh, they're Jesus. not. Jesus. Okay. Yeah.
2: So basically, you just tell them what you want them to get, and they go to the grocery store, and they like pick all the right, stuff. Right, right. Yeah, okay. and
3: the food's like upcharged a little bit, and obviously, there's a delivery fee, and blah, yeah. blah, course, blah. But during the pandemic, I wasn't going to the goddamn grocery store.
1: No, now that I can have my stuff delivered. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, we would you don't want to go outdoors to get, hour, your, get it to get your two-round, right? I mean, that's no, just no.
3: – <laughs> You get, you two get your two-round two round delivered. seventy-nine ninety-five apiece, two-round. You know, I, I, I hope that person got away with it because they clearly needed it. You know, like I, I really hope that yeah. they did not get caught. I, hear that. I mean,
1: you know, it's funny when, you know, obviously like companies like that have insurance to cover these kind of things and stuff, you know, someone actually yeah. made a post a long time ago. Oh, not a long time, a while ago. And uh, yeah, it's why now every time I go to any store and they say, would you like to add this much to help donate to charities like i won't do it anymore because like they try to get your goodwill but it's for them to save tax money and these are companies that yeah are, if these donate, companies are making millions money. and millions of dollars they can donate this money them damn selves you know kind of thing so yeah and so can you,
2: you should just pick a yeah right exactly
1: right. donate it outside of that basically so yeah it's a two-round story dude oh, man
3: yeah, round is not pluralized. Dude, but. someone needs to get
1: Street Fighter 2 now and actually just edit it so it goes two, round! <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's it. That's, that's going to be your sub notification from now on. Anyone who subs to you gets two round, dude. There you go. Alright. Alright, the second question is what is your favorite melon, gourd, or squash besides watermelon? <laughs>
3: Well, I, I, we I've actually already answered this on here before. What? I don't like many tropical fruits, and I, I hate squash. You I hate, hate squash. squash We've talked about it before on the show. Yeah, I don't like spaghetti squash. I, I don't remember. like pumpkin. I don't like any of that shit. No, no, thank you. Spaghetti squash has like the worst texture imaginable to me. Ah
1: Cohen, but like, what it's, about
3: it's, it's like it's like if mashed potatoes was shoved through a cheese grater and hardened just a little bit. It's yeah. gross. Awesome. What about so
1: watermelon is S tier? What about barbecue watermelon? That's the question. So that's still the same fruit.
2: Totally different. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs>
1: still the same fruit. Totally the same. Uh, yeah, I,
3: I do like watermelon, but like I don't like kiwi. I don't like any. Like I, I don't, I don't even like fuck with like mangoes or anything like that. I just don't. Huh. I'm like very American when it comes to fruit. I like apples and bananas and oranges. Like that's. Hmm. I'm not, and I guess grapes. I, I like green grapes.
2: Grapes are good. But dude. yeah, I, like I
3: hate squash. I hate squash so much. It's the are He a strawberry guy? No, I, I don't like berries either. I don't like blueberries. <laughs> I like blueberries what? and muffins. Whoa. I don't like them by themselves. I don't like strawberries. Nobody's
2: said that sentence before in history. I'm not a berry That's guy. That's just real life, Nobody man. said that.
3: I'm not a berry guy. Sorry.
2: No, I literally never have heard that before. I'm sorry. All sorry. Right. I'm it's changing not, the
1: title of that, of our chatting from the nut men to the berry men. That's what we... I'm just,
3: I should call us as the berry... Ba- I watched your favorite movie uh, a few nights ago.
1: Which one? Princess Bride?
3: did, for the first time ever. So good, dude. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. Mm. It's one of those movies that if you really start to, like, analyze it, it gets better and better and better, so... Uh, my favorite, second favorite outside of watermelon, because watermelon is my favorite, is just probably cantaloupe. Um, I don't know if that's corny or not, but, you know, cantaloupe, I, I really sure. like cantaloupe. Yeah. It's just one of the, for me, though, you know, I just, now that I think about it, it makes total sense now. So I, my parents always like get fruit or buy fruit in your home so you can eat fruit and whatever. And I love fruit. Like I, when I eat bananas, when I eat cantaloupe, watermelon, strawberry, like when we travel, I get fruit cups at like the airports and stuff like that. You know, I like fruit, but fruit is where my home is where fruit goes to die. Like literally like I will get fruit and I will never eat it and it will go bad. And now that I think about it, I think it has a lot to do with the ADHD. (laughs) Because I know the fruit is there, and I know I should go eat it, but for some reason, my brain just won't make me eat it. It's weird. I don't understand it. I, it makes no sense. Anyway.
2: I like squash. I like melon. I like a lot of stuff, man. I, I think that they're all good. I, I'm not a terribly picky eater, except like there are things that I don't eat on purpose. but For religious uh, reasons, not, right? Yeah, yeah, more for cultural mm-hmm. reasons, yeah. But other than that, like... Give me the food man i'll, I'll eat almost whatever it is Give so me the food, yes man. when it comes to squash i've had spaghetti squash and i enjoyed it very much i really like pumpkin i think pumpkin is fantastic Blech. i just i think it's great like the seeds are good the whole thing how is much good. on
3: some pumpkin seeds some roasted salted pumpkin seeds i don't think yeah. that counts as the the, the gourd right no yeah, no yeah but
2: like roasted pumpkin i think is really tasty and oh, man, not for me. pumpkin pie is fantastic oh
3: I don't like pies. No. That's a, that's actually way more controversial. I don't like pie. Even worse. I like I like certain Imagine, I like cream pies. I like cream pies. I don't tell like fruit pie.
2: You see a berry pie. Yeah. Everybody else is like
4: <laughs>
2: Bro I would
3: never have it. I would not want it. Not even no, a little. <laughs> Apple pots that like McDonald's people are like, oh, I gotta have an apple pie. I hate them. I've always hated what? them, even oh when they were my... deep fried. I just, I don't like fruit pie, man. I'm sorry, I don't like it. Wow. I mean, I'm not. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm in the minority. I know that I am. It's it's okay though. Well,
1: I still need to buy a, a carrot cake from Kentley. I still need to do that. Carrot cake so. is
3: actually delicious though. It sure carrot, is. Cake is delicious. carrot cake is delicious. Oh, I guess if you consider, um, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, cheesecake. If you consider cheesecake a pie, I also like cheesecake. So I like cream pies and
1: cheesecake. But see, cheesecakes are good. Blueberry cheesecake. That's yeah, no,
3: that's when, fruited, that's when berries are great. You put berries in some other shit that already tastes good, then it's great. But if it's like berry in a sauce made from the same berry with pie on top, like pie crust on it, that's whack. I don't like it. No, thanks. It's just sweet. It's just way too sweet. I don't like it. No, it's
1: true. It's true. I I mean, that's that's American desserts in general, right? I mean, like, there's a lot of... Like there's a lot of Chinese cakes, like Chinese like everyone who's Chinese in my in, in the chat has had that fruit cake. Trust me, like everybody's that white cake with that layer of fruit in the middle with the cream in there that's not actually that sweet. But those things are delicious because honestly they don't put a lot of sugar in those things. So, you know, it it they're actually really good uh, a lot. When I was little I didn't like them cuz I didn't think they were sweet enough. Now I'm just like, dude, no, stop! Like there's some order. American oh, pies yeah. that I cannot eat because they are just too sweet, for mm. sure.
2: I would try insects, absolutely. For some I've, reason, I've, I've locusts are before. specifically kosher. So
1: I've
3: eaten insects like, what? before.
2: Really? Yeah, yeah. They're like mentioned weird.
3: Specific. That's right. I've had, I've had crickets and I've had ants.
1: I've had ants. You know what I hated about the ants? One, you couldn't taste them, so what were they there for? And two, they got stuck David. in my teeth, and that yeah, was just really annoying, honestly. Okay. So, all right,
2: all right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I knew David was gonna say it. All right. Uh,
1: well, well, well,
3: well. Well, 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 David, well, you're worn well, well. out.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm Fair. tired from the weekend. It was it was a great weekend. Oh yeah, the, for sure, for sure. Traveling and all that stuff is definitely a little tiring.
1: Oh, you know, everybody's accidentally had flies before, so people don't know, but like I think people generally swallow like a pound of insects every year unknowingly, I think is what it comes Dude, that's down to. That's one of those
2: stats where it's like the average human does this yeah. or that. But in fact, like very few humans in our part of the world do that, but it's like well, probably in other countries where the you know, standards are a little different. Ain't Maybe nobody eat eating a pound of bugs a year—that's yeah. a lot of bugs. It's a different story.
1: Prove it. You have no idea what's Seven going. Seven spiders
2: in- crawl down the average person's throat every year. It's like some absurd. Do you number.
1: never woke it up with the spider in your throat, and then just you know, kind of like, like gulp it down and just be like, "Yum"?
2: My brother no. actually got a spider <laughs> in his yeah. ear. If I told you the story. <laughs> Nope.
1: God, do I, I... <laughs> I want well, to know? I want to know. Well, that's the story. I mean, it's not. Oh, okay.
2: So, okay. <laughs> he okay. He was, he was asleep and he woke up and he, he heard like a little like... <laughs> and he didn't know what it was. And so he went about his business and the whole time... And he's just like yeah. going to school or whatever. This was quite a while ago. And, uh, you know, a couple of days later of constant... He finally went to the uh, campus doctor... And the doctor was like, oh, you know, like did a little ear, <laughs> whatever, ear scope. Yeah. I don't know what the name is. And uh, yeah, sure enough, guess what? It was a spider. A days? <laughs> he days, waited yeah, days? Went days. <laughs> he went days. Well, I mean, spider must have First lost. of all, you're not thinking like, oh, must be a spider in my ear. That was not like on the menu.
3: Well, are earwigs a thing in California?
2: yeah that that can happen that can happen because I, like...
3: I i got one of those in my ear as a kid
2: there you and
3: can... I, I knew immediately that shit did not feel good it hurt real bad and then the doctor flushed it out with with water and yeah and all that. but but yeah it was, it was terrible <laughs> it like hurt immediately okay. it was biting me oh wow look yeah i like spider... went to the doctor
2: immediately that makes minute, sense if it's, if it's hurting for sure <clears throat> apparently for him it wasn't hurting wasn't biting him or anything like that. It was the was spider just like, just just like, like not either. moving a lot? Was it sleeping or something? Because I don't know what to tell you. What the spider's plan was. If, it, it, if it's <laughs> constant, if it's constant, <laughs>
1: no idea Like if it was constant, dude, there's no way <laughs> I would have <laughs> put up with that,
3: dude. I
2: don't think it was constant, but it definitely was happening. <laughs> so yeah, they, the doctor flushed it out of his ear eventually.
1: Oh man, I don't know was.
3: You is. know what it was? It
2: yeah, was probably not like a great plan from the spider. It was probably uh, like
1: your brother was probably like somehow this is you know my other two brothers fault i know it's some practical joke and so he's just whatever oh man
2: jesus all right all right right. i need to eat you gotta eat okay dude i'm so hungry all right we'll call it then all right cool thanks everybody for hanging out and stuff i hope you all have good everything (laughs)
4: <laughs>
2: Et cetera. i'm gonna i'm gonna have apple and peanut butter for dessert i mean Man, i wish i had that that sounds good actually apple that's and that's peanut awesome. butter and honey yeah that's. but
1: you defense. have like my the really like not very sweet peanut butter right you have like the the real peanut butter yeah for the one that's kind of oily but tasty at the same time gotta, yeah. gotta have the oil that's more gutters absolutely so all right peace out everybody